Hey everybody, welcome back to part two of ADHD&D, where we are raising money for the organization CHAD, for children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. They do a lot of advocacy and uh, provide learning materials for, for both parents and teachers to help them learn um, how to like interact with, with kids with ADHD or things on the attention deficit spectrum. Um, but in the interest of time, I'm just going to give this right on over to Christina. She'll be running this game. Have fun, y'all. Thanks so much. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the stream. I know we're all really excited to be here. Mm. My name's Christina, and I'll be your game master today. And I'm just going to let everyone go ahead and just introduce yourselves, your characters, if you want to do a quick blurb <laughs> about where people can find you at the beginning of the stream, if they want to follow you. Um, we will start, Kenny, if you want to go ahead. I would love to. Hi, I'm Kenny, and I am the DM of Bard Rock Cafe. You can find all of our podcasts on all of your favorite streaming platforms and YouTube. Uh, you can find me at Kenny underscore rules on Twitter. And I am going to be playing Dalen, an Oath of the Ancients Paladin. So... Thanks for letting me be here, guys. <laughs> of course. Marty, what about you? Hi, um, I'm Marty. Uh, I am from the Wayfar Wayfaring Strangers podcast, a frequent guest on Bard Rock Cafe. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Martian. You can also find Wayfaring Strangers on Twitter at Wayfarer D&D Pod. Um, you can also check out my band, uh, Winter Wayfair, if you're so inclined, on any social media platform or music streaming service. Really uh, and today, I will uh, be playing Caster Velamont, uh, the Eladrin Warlock. And then uh, Best Bob McDonald. Yeah! Hi, guys! Uh, Best Bob McDonald. Uh, I do a lot of work with Crossroad Games and Carrie Smith's games. Uh, you probably may have seen me in Deadlands the Crossroad and all of her other actual plays that uh, we do on her channel over at YouTube. Um, I am, uh, at Stage Outlaw on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm more on Twitter than I am on Instagram, but if you like country music, I do a country music song of the day on Instagram, so, uh, I feature sort of up-and-coming country music people, uh, with that. Um, and finally, I am playing Thwomp, a Haragon monk, uh, way of the drunken master. Awesome. And, um... Yeah, let's go ahead and get started. I will set the scene for you guys. So you all have found yourselves, for one reason or another, uh, whether you have gotten yourself admitted uh, willingly and through proper means, or if you have snuck in to a carnival. This is a very favored carnival of the Feywild, known as the Witchlight Carnival. It's a beautiful uh, early fall evening, the stars are sparkling, there's some dragonflies and butterflies just floating around throughout the air. You can smell all of the wonderful carnival foods and uh, various things that aren't necessarily found just regularly on the material plane. You know, funnel cakes aren't exactly known uh, outside of the Feywild yet. <laughs> and uh, so it's, it's a very fun and upbeat atmosphere. Um, your group, for, for one reason or another, has, has found themselves uh, just 
enjoying most of these festivities. I will let you decide how, how you came to uh, meet one another and how uh, you ended up in the carnival, whether through individual means you did actually get your own tickets or you kind of snuck in um, to be seen. But for one reason or another, you all have found yourselves in front of some various display stands. And there's a tinkerer who is going on and showing off her, her new toys and, and having some fun. And she's got all of this amazing uh, like clockwork um, decoration around her body. And she's over here and she's presenting, Come one, come all! If I can have your attention, please! And Marty, uh, what does your character do? Um, Caster, uh just kind of enthralled with the whole uh, carnival, just doesn't really, you know, take the time to think, oh yeah, I'm in the Feywild, that's probably a dumb idea. Goes up to the stand and says, of course, uh, what do you got? Thanks. Uh, here, and she hands you a small little tiny sphere and uh, hands it to you off in your hands, and she says, I appreciate your attention. And then all of a sudden, uh, as the group has ended up in front of her, she snaps and the all of the toys and stuff just disappear. And that area of the Feywild is now a funnel cake stand. And you're not sure where she went, but you are sure that something is missing. And you're not entirely sure immediately what, but you definitely feel like something's gone. Oh. Okay. Um... <laughs> Um, I will say that um, there's there's the entire carnival that you all are welcome to explore, and uh, I am curious, uh, what means do you all think that you found each other and met up? Do you think you all were a group that knew each other to begin with, um, or do you think you just kind of ended up hanging out because you thought each other were cool? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I think we probably knew each other beforehand, right? That makes the most sense. Well, I think Dalen definitely is sworn to the same patron that you serve, probably. Mm. I don't know your backstory, but I think that's a clean, clean intro. That sounds good to me. We just have to figure out why we know this drunken bunny over here. <laughs> I think, I think Thwomp has, uh, Taking a couple too many nips from his flask uh, has stumbled into this carnival, not knowing what it was. Uh, he just sort of walked past the ticket stand and sort of just stumbled all the way around until he actually bumped into the back of Caster. Uh, and uh, that's how he met up with this group. And, and not knowing these two gentlemen, uh, sort of just uh, sort of sees them as compatriots for the evening and uh, decides to tag along. Caster's <laughs> like, this guy's hilarious. I love this guy. Oh yeah, he's great. He can stay. <laughs> he's got ears. <laughs> Look at these things. Doot, doot, doot. <laughs> and he's like swaying and, and, and sort of like like side to side as as he's talking to these gentlemen. Now, Dalen and Castor, did you all 
sneak into the carnival as well, or did you guys buy tickets? I think Caster bought a ticket. Yeah. I'm a little too straight-laced for that. I bought a ticket. So both of you were also, when you had bought your tickets, handed a pair of fairy wings and were explained you must keep them on at all times during the carnival. So when, uh, when Thwomp, you walk up to these gentlemen, you do not have a set of fairy wings since you have snuck into the carnival. Um, you, you guys happen to say anything about the lack of fairy wings uh, as you all run into Thwomp? Hey, why don't you have fairy wings? That's weird. Did they give you ears instead? Dude, I would have loved some ears. That would have I know, sick. right? That's so much cooler than fairy wings. <laughs> this is just like a this is just like a backpack, but worse because you can't hold anything in it. Right, and they don't. We don't fly, right? We can't no, fly no, with these. No, no, no. The wings yeah. are just okay. decorative. Gotcha. Sure, sure. the point? <laughs> This carnival sucks. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> like, you know those cheapy little, like, you got at the dollar store fairy wings that probably oh, yeah. have little holes in them? Like, and... you went to Spirit Halloween and you got the, the, the fairy wings, and <laughs> yeah. Like, they're not even the good uh, big ones. They're the tiny little ones that, like, are, like, this big. <laughs> they're definitely mismatched for their size. Yes. <laughs> um, Thwomp is it, just sort of swaying and, and looking, trying to look over his shoulders, and and he says, "I have not heard about fairy wings. Who, where shall I get one of these?" Here, you can have mine, and I give up my fairy wings. <laughs> so he straps them on. Some. Um. If you jump really high, and we all use our imaginations, you're flying with fairy like wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys are are hanging out and talking, are you guys moving in any particular direction in the carnival? Um, is there any particular uh, food or event that you are interested in attending? There are various carnival games. There are um, rides that you can you can partake in. Uh, there's there's races that are happening. Um, Kind of a whole bunch of stuff going on. Like anything that you can think of that would be at a carnival, uh, like music and other things, is happening at this particular location. What kind of games we got going on? Glad you asked. We have a whole bunch of them. So uh, you can participate in a staring contest. Uh, you, you can see that there is a cyclops that's just kind of like very loud and shouty uh, and is very challenging to anyone who gets a little bit too close. Um, Daring anyone to to stare them down. Uh, there is uh, a like you know those games where you're like guessing weight or guessing like the number of something in a in a container. Uh, there's another person that's like a little tiny pixie that's like birds of a feather. How about feathers of a bird? Step right up and guess how many feather festoons are this fiendish fowl. Uh, <laughs> there's a poetry contest if you all are so inclined. That's being hosted by a little gnome across from the fairy. And they are, they are like, it's down to the time, it's time to rhyme, you bring the poem, we'll bring the noem. <laughs> There's a, a catch the dragon by the tail game, um, where you are attempting to outrace a dragonfly. Uh, there is a ring toss game happening, and they're just kind of competing against each other at these particular games. Uh, so one of them's like, 
uh, this almirage is no mirage adorn its horn with two or three rings to run a prize and then shouting over them is the dragon tail person prizes 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 catch the fairy dragon by the tail and win a piece of its horn it's all very overwhelming and very distracting and you guys can't necessarily seem to find uh what exactly is going on and like you're just feeling like pulled in all kinds of different directions Daylin is kind of standing just in the middle of all these different uh, loud noises, people trying to get his attention, and he's just munching on a funnel cake like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Caster is definitely like paralyzed with, with choice at this point. It's just like, um... The ring toss, but the uh, poetry? Uh, no, steering car. Um, uh, ah. And Thwomp, uh, Thwomp is just sort of like dazed and uh, and sort of overwhelmed by the sound as well. But he sort of like is just sort of trying to find a point to fix his gaze on, and it lands on the Cyclops, and he's just going to stumble forward towards the Cyclops to stare him down. Ooh, okay. Uh, so the Cyclops is assuming that you you are a new challenger. They have just finished it, uh, absolutely defeating this other person. They're like, "Oh, <laughs> here to challenge me." Uh, he, he sort of squints with one eye. Thwomp squints with one eye and then squints with the other and decides that that's the one he's going to look at with with him. <laughs> so he's going to choose one eye and 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 sort of bob and sway and look directly at this Cyclops. Amazing. Uh, so, the Cyclops is very, very, uh, like, gruntish and brief. He's like, blinks first, loses. I will win. And uh, I'm going to need you to roll a constitution check. See if you can beat the Cyclops. Oh, boy. Man, if I had had that other magic item you suggested, this would have been <laughs> the perfect time. <laughs> Slam dunk, right? That, that was a 12. Okay. Um, so you, you're standing there, you're like occasionally squinting one eye, and the Cyclops is just staring at you, one very large eye, unmoving, unwavering, and you almost feel on this fall night, like you're not entirely sure if it's something from one of the like various pixies that might be floating by, intentionally flapping their wings a little too close or anything, but a little bit of the dust goes in one of your eyes that's open, and so you accidentally squint just a little too tightly uh, on one eye, and unfortunately do not pass against the Cyclops. Darn. Uh, Thwomp is like, oh, 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 and he, he like starts rubbing his eyes and he's like, oh, I know it'll fix it. And he takes his flask and he pours a little bit, just a smeager amount into his eye because he knows that it'll like flush it for him. And then he boozy takes another nip. It boozy eye drops, exactly. And then he <laughs> takes another nip as it's going back down to his, his side here. <laughs> Directly into the bloodstream, I guess. <laughs> Into the eyeball stream, um, amazing. So, yeah, uh, there you've unfortunately not won against the Cyclops, but uh, he's like, <laughs> "Told you I'd win." And then he goes and he stares at whoever is next, um, in in the rotation of challengers that he has. A lot of people sort of seem very interested in trying to beat him. Um, as that's happening, though, you you do sort of notice there's a character that's sort of watching you guys from afar. Uh, this girl seems very like very cheerleadery. Uh, like if you could assume like preppy high school cheerleader, 
uh, who's now an adult and is really into fall material, that's what she looks like. She's got her standard little coffee drink uh, in a to-go cup, uh, one in each hand. Uh, she's wearing like a crop top, long sleeve sweater, and she's like, I think you guys are like missing something. What? You're like missing something. There's just something about your whole like vibe that's like not right. Like, do you guys something happened to you guys? Something's like totally weird. That is offensive. <laughs> yeah, I you just, you're I, coming in. You're coming in pretty hot. Just going, coming up and going. Hey, the vibes are off. And uh... I mean, if the vibes are off, I'm like the professional vibe checker. I'm just letting you know how it is. That's weird. I, I think you should stop trying to make vibe happen. You know. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, like, if something is amiss, it's part of my job to make sure that nothing goes wrong. Like, how how have things, like, been for you guys so far? I mean, have you been enjoying the carnival? Uh, yeah. Um, so I got, what did I, what was the item that I got from the lady at the stand in the beginning um best way i can describe this item is you know those toy dragon ball spheres with the stars inside mm. they sell it looks exactly like that it's just got like a bunch of little sparkly glittery like it looks like the night sky con night sky constellation in an orb kind of like a little fushigi ball mm. Mm, okay um so i got this from a lady in a stand and then all of a sudden she disappeared I don't... Is this anything? She like, is this what's making the vibe off? She, like, doesn't uh, take her coffee out of her hand. She just puts it, like, into the other hand. So she's holding both coffees in one hand. And she Her's takes talent. the ball and she's, like, examining it really close. Uh, definitely that waiter, the waiter holding multiple drinks look. Um, she's like... Oh. I mean, I've seen this, I think, like, once before. Do you guys, like... Have relations with Scabatha? You know Scabatha? Unfortunately, I think everyone knows Scabatha. Ugh, a hag. That's kind of rude. Scabatha and I are like this. <laughs> That's kind of harshing Ooh, my like vibe. That? Ooh. Did, did you like? She say anything to you? You know, now that you mention it, um. <laughs> She did say, can I have your attention, please? And considering where we are, that might have been a bad idea on my part. Ooh, you think? Like, that's not, that's not a great, great vibe. No, I don't mm. think so. And she hands you back the sphere. She's like, it sounds like um, your buddy was playing a fun joke on you and might have taken your attention. So, like, that might be what's, like, going on here with the whole, like, missing vibe piece. Cool. Anyway, I'm gonna go check out the ring toss. <laughs> Just immediate, like, distraction. <laughs> She's like, wait, no! And she, like, will follow behind you guys. Um, if you would like to participate in the ring toss, uh, again, there's this one shouty, like, uh, character. Um, funny enough, there, there's another, like, Harangon, <laughs> uh, who's the one that's shouting about the ring toss. Uh, and there's a little, like, tiny, um, they're called all mirages, but it's like a bunny, like a unicorn bunny. Uh, and so there's like a little statue of that, uh, and that's what you're they're explaining you have to toss the little hoops onto. 
and um it's it's occasionally like poofing and teleporting in various places throughout the stands um and so that's kind of the whole like distraction piece of this game uh but they explain to you that you have to stand in a certain spot and successfully toss a ring onto the unicorn horn um you have to make a dexterity check dexterity check you get three tries okay just straight dexterity mm -hmm. okay first one is a 22. Ooh. so the almirage sort of poofs and then like you throw it and you kind of are able to guess where exactly it's going to go next from watching it for a little bit and uh you happen to land it on the horn uh, you need one more success you get two more tries okay that is a 16. so uh you sort of throw it uh and something uh sparkly catches your eye in the corner of your eye as something happens and so unfortunately that one does miss uh you get one more try all right all right all right focus up <laughs> we got this <gasps> that's a three plus three Ooh. six <laughs> <laughs> Like, what are you doing? Your aim is like totally. Hey, and you. Uh, the... Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, last one definitely misses because, uh, unfortunately, your new uh, coffee friend is a little too close and loud, <laughs> and probably distracting. Dang it! I was doing so good. I mean, like you missed the second time, and that wasn't even me. So I don't know how that was my fault. Mm. <laughs> What's your name, anyway? <laughs> My name is like Stassi. <laughs> Stassi. Like my my family calls me Anastasia, but that's like too long and not the right vibe for fall. So Stassi. Oh, it's a so nice to meet you, Stassi. Stassi. Yeah. So like, you guys. Are you guys just, like, <coughs> here to enjoy the carnival, or like, what were you here for? Or are you just just vibing? Just have just vibing. Just vibing. But now the vibes are off, apparently. So I mean, they're still off. Yeah, like something. I don't. I'm just here. I'm just. You guys are really interesting. Um, and so I'm. I don't have anything better to do. It's my break. So like, I'm just gonna follow you guys. Okay. Well, I guess. Um, I should probably try to get in touch with Scavitha. Not super cool. I, I totally would have won that ring toss any other mm. day, but um, mm. yeah, we better we better uh see what's up with Scavitha. Hmm. No, it's kind of weird that she's like at the carnival in general. That's that's really weird. Usually, she has her um her assistant here more often than herself. So I guess she's just in a particular mood. Have Have you guys been like chill? Or did, like, something happen that she, like, would want to pull a prank on you? I thought we were chill. I, 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 she does she does stuff like this from time to time. I just, uh, I roll with it. She gives me spells. It's fine. Mm. Yeah, I mean, my patron just likes to talk about coffee. So, like, I, I can't relate. But, you know, it's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's weird that she was here. She might just be around, um... So she left you this clue, I guess, with uh, the attention whole piece about the starry, starry night sky. I mean, it's kind of dark everywhere in the carnival. So I don't know exactly how much of a clue that is. 
but um there's like the hall of mirrors and some other places that maybe she's trying to say like like a night sky like i don't know hmm and saucy just kind of like like starts listing off all of these various places that could potentially be related to the night sky um as like you guys do notice that you've been that you've been in the carnival for a couple hours so like it's like that early evening like the sun's setting and it's that beautiful like reddish color sky and the moon's starting to come up over the horizon it's a cute little crescent shape um and so she's just like rambling uh, at you guys about all of these like various places that it could potentially be. There are a couple that might stick out to you guys, uh, but roll me perception at disadvantage to see if you're actually able to pay attention as she's talking at you. Oh. I'm gonna roll double disadvantage because I also out of character zoned out for a hot second. <laughs> <laughs> At a disadvantage, that's 12 for me. Okay. I got... I've got a 9 at disadvantage. I got a 12. Okay. So, um... I, I think that Dalen and Caster, both of you, are just, like, zoned in on her. It's that kind of, like, opposite of, like, lost attention, <laughs> hyper-focused attention, where you're just like, yes, everything you said makes sense. Uh, Thwomp, you're just like, this girl talks a lot, and, I mean, like... What's that one coffee whiskey that people like a lot? Um, I can't think of the name of. People put in their coffee. Bailey's? Oh, um, like an Irish coffee? Yeah, you're like you're just like wow. Irish coffee sounds really good. That's that's all that's like running through your mind right now. <laughs> I see the coffee. I'm like whiskey, coffee, Irish mm -hmm. coffee. I want an Irish coffee. That's exactly what I want to do. Where's an Irish coffee around here? I wonder if there's an Irish coffee in the this this carnival. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, there, there's a few stands that probably would sell that. I mean, you know, the, the Fae definitely like to party. <laughs> so uh, I don't think that would be a hard thing to find. Um, and so, but you guys do, uh, the other two do, do focus in. Um, the Hall of Mirrors seems like a possible good place to be. And then she also listed off this, like, uh, this lake that might be an interesting place uh, where, like, the moon is kind of noticed. And then she said that um, there are some dragonfly rides where, uh, because you're like basically racing on dragonflies and they like go up into the night sky at a certain time, you can see the stars like very well. Um, and then she also, yeah. That's the one for me. Dragonfly rides. They gave me fairy wings. They didn't fly. That was disappointing. <laughs> we're, we're going on a ride. Um... Do you guys go without Thwomp, or do you follow Thwomp to the Irish coffee stand, or how- because one of you is going in one direction, and the other two are wanting to go in another direction right now. Um... Let me roll um, for it. <laughs> I'm also going I am going on my own. <laughs> I another 12, I don't know what to do. <laughs> um... I think, in the spirit of being like kind of in the middle of the road, uh, Caster's just gonna go to the Hall of Mirrors. We're just gonna completely <laughs> split the party. Why not, right? Just fully splitting the party all three ways. That's fine. <laughs> Never a problem, guys. No, it's always a great idea great. to split the party. <laughs> no, this is perfect. This this makes perfect sense. We'll just cover more ground this way. Yeah, this tracks. 
Amazing. Uh, so I guess we will start with Thwomp, since you were the one that was like, yes, Irish coffee, uh, and left <laughs> first. Um, do you successfully get to the Irish coffee stand, or does something else catch your eye along the way? Um, was there a third option besides the Hall of Mirrors and the Dragonfly races? There was um, a few different options. So there was also a lake that she mentioned, and then there's also like a pixie like hollow that she mentioned. I think that on the way to the Irish coffee stand, he probably asked Stasi the way to the Irish coffee stand, and stumbling left and right, he probably gets distracted by the pixie hollow before he gets to the uh, the the Irish coffee stand, and it completely leaves his brain, um, and he just stumbles into this pixie hollow because he's he's enamored by the dancing lights in there. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so you make your way over to this little pixie hollow area and make sure I'm not telling you the wrong thing for that one. There are legitimately a bunch of places. So you uh, come up to this hollow and it's a bunch of just like old fallen oak trees that are like sitting in a little circle um, with some various mushrooms scattered around in between all the little the seating areas. Um, the there's a stump in the middle that's sort of like hollowed out that has a bunch of like moss and stuff growing over it almost like a canopy um and it like you almost see like a miniature like airground decoration outside of the stump in the center and uh sitting at the very front of the tree is this little tiny pixie um it's sitting up at the front and he's like dressed out in like um nutcracker attire like a little like puffy bell-bottom pants uh that are purple and like little plum like little like acorn hat that's like plum colored okay and he's just um, kind of sitting there like guarding the hollow uh he uh thwomp will, will stumble up to him and uh say greetings small one um how are you today oh hey yeah fine what's up um what is going on in this this little area here? Oh, and he's yeah, like I'm... bobbing and weaving, trying to to see behind him, like trying but to like every time he moves to the left, he moves to the right, <laughs> trying to see what's going on in that little table. Uh, Jeremy, uh, he, this this little pixie introduced himself. He's like, "Yes, up. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jeremy Plum," and he's like floating back and forth, okay, uh, in front of you, and he's just like. Yeah, this is uh this is a pixie hollow. We we have like our own like mini carnival going on in here because like, you know the the big carnival is fun, but for little guys like us, uh, we like to not get smushed. So yeah, this is like our whole whole cool thing. Did you guys like? Did you want to come inside or? Uh, he's sort he's sort of like trying to decide right now if I want to go inside or not. He is very enamored by this little pixie thing. Uh, I think he's gonna try too. Okay. Um, so he, he like, kind of stops you. He, like, pushes up against you. He's like, whoa, whoa, man. Like, you gotta, like, be small if you're gonna come inside, because, uh, like I said, you could, like, smush us. Uh, we could, uh, we could, I guess, make you small if you want to come in. Uh-oh. <laughs> be a trade, though. Anything cool? Fun food? I've got a nip of whiskey. Ooh. <clears throat> it's whiskey. And he pulls his flask 
and hand it to the pixie. <laughs> um, oh, no. this, this flask is like the size of the pixie. So he like takes it and he goes, and he falls on the ground <laughs> and flies. Whoa, it's heavy. I, I, I pick it up for him uh, and, and sort of like tilt a dram, uh, like a small little like uh, drop out of it for him. Like waterfall it for the pixie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the pixie like flies under, like catches it. He's like, ah, this is like, Ugh. and he's like, ooh, I like that. Okay, yeah, you can be small. And he like flies over you. Um, he flies over you a little bit, like less sure of his wings. This small creature, giant drop of whiskey that kind of hit him a little faster than I think it yeah. probably should have. Uh, and, you know, magic and stuff definitely exasperates some things. Um, so he, like, flies, and he's a little crooked flying, uh, but he sprinkles you with pixie dust. Um, it's like, oh, you also need, like, a pixie name. Like, you, I think. That's, that's part of this, right? Yeah, yeah, you need a pixie name if you're going to come in. What do you, you want to be your pixie name? Um, you can either, like, think of a pixie name, or I have a list here if you would like to roll for a pixie name, if you would like Jeremy to recommend one for you. I think we should roll for one. That sounds fun for me. It is a D8. Okay. Four. You know, I like I like the dimples on your cheeks. I think your name is just Dimple. Yeah. Yeah, you're a dimple. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm yeah. Dimple. Yeah. I'm I'm Jay Plum and you're Dimple. Let's go. Awesome. <laughs> and, um, and he's like super excited now. <laughs> and you are made tiny and you are are led inside of the Pixie Kingdom uh, away from the main carnival. Um I'm going to cut over to uh Caster really quick uh as you begin exploring the Pixie Hollow. Uh Caster, you were heading in the direction of what was it again? The Hall of Mirrors? Yes. Okay. Perfect. So you start making your way in that direction. There's still a bunch of different um, air rides and other events happening that you pass along the way. The Hall of Mirrors, you had remembered kind of vaguely possibly seeing up near the main part of the carnival where the big, like the big top was. Uh, roll me history just to see if you can remember exactly how to get there. History, I have no bonus, so that is a 12. I'm rolling only 12s today, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be Need the theme, um, but I mean, I guess that's a pretty decent middling roll. Um, yeah. You you take a few wrong turns, and it's a little bit longer to get there than possibly, like, you normally would have usually taken, but you do get there um, decent amount of time. Um, there is a, like, Last cabinet that's sort of in front of the Hall of Mirrors that is a lot more noticeable than I think a lot of the other attractions that are inside of tents are. So it's sort of one of those things where you pick it out and are like, yes, that was it. I definitely remember that. That can't go wrong there. Um, and so as you walk up to this Hall of Mirrors, uh, there is a wooden mannequin of a smiling, raven-haired young woman in, like, standard, like, witchy attire uh, with, like, a green flowing cape around her. And she's, like, 
inside of this glass cabinet and uh inside it reads uh tasha the wizard known for her hideous laughter hmm. and um you see that there's like a couple of like couples that are walking up to the hall of mirrors uh there's a halfling couple uh one of them is in butterfly face paint and um the other one is uh like wearing like the standard butterfly wings but has like some really cool like braids in his hair uh, and, like, right before they get fully inside the tent, uh, you see that he, like, gets on one knee and he, like, is proposing to her in front of the Tasha's uh, cabinet. And um, she, like, starts absolutely rolling with laughter, the, the girl that's in the butterfly face paint. And, um, no. like, rolling on the ground laughter. And then the other halfling that had, like, the butterfly wings uh, starts, like, sobbing, thinking she's, like, rejected him and runs into the tent uh, without, like, talking with anyone. And, like, the person, like, guarding the tent's like, yo, you can't, like, go in there without, like, talking to me first. What the heck? And uh, she's still, like, rolling on the ground. Hmm. Um, I go up to her and I go, well, that was kind of harsh, don't you think? <laughs> she's, like, non-stop laughing. Like, she still can't stop laughing. Mm. Um, roll me another... I know you just said you're bad at history, but roll me another history check really quick cool. as you're, like... I'll use a different dice this time. <laughs> well, it's a little better. I got a 15. Perfect. That's exactly what you needed. Uh, you sort of, like, see her laughing, and then as you're following her gate, like, rolling around on the ground, your eye catches Natasha known for her hideous laughter, mm. a piece of this little glass cage, and you're like, hmm, maybe there's a correlation. Okay, did she, like, touch it, or was she just in proximity of it? Uh, unclear. You did not necessarily see her touch it, and it wasn't sure, like, the, the perception of, like, the actual depth of how close she was to it is not something that you would have seen. You were okay. probably about, like, 45 feet-ish away as you saw, like, this happening, like, from the distance. Okay. Um, I think this is a spell that I could technically know or, like, prepare at some point, hideous laughter. Would that be something I have knowledge of, just in general? I think, I think so. I think that would make sense, especially given who your patron is, that, like, right. you have some fey knowledge, especially of those spells. Okay, um, I was gonna, I was gonna say dispel magic, but I don't even have that. Um, I say, um, can I, can we just go over here? I think it'd be better if we get away from here. She's still laughing. I think she's still laughing, but she does like, if you offer a hand, like take, take your hand so she can at okay. least like steady herself, um, and like get over there. Um, and eventually, like, as you do, like, take her off to the side, the laughter sort of, like, does wear off, and she's, like, kind of able to compose herself, like, tears streaming down her face, and they sort of eventually turn into actual sobbing tears as this realization of what has just happened sort of hits her. Oh, whoa, hey, hey, it's okay. It's, it's okay. <laughs> are, no. are you, are 
no, it's not okay. I just, I just started laughing uncontrollably when the person I love the most just proposed to me at the place we met for our first date. Oh, what do you no. mean it's okay? Okay, maybe it's not okay. Um, no, it's not okay. Uh, Pastor also starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, we'll, we'll just, we'll go in there and we'll find him. We'll, I'll help you. I'll help you explain it. It'll be okay. Uh, let me it's help like, you out. Oh, mirrors. There's like it's so many places you could go. We could have already made it out the other side. She's not making any coherent sense. She's just a sobbing mess right now. Mm. Okay. My Ruben. <laughs> Ruben, huh? Uh, listen, I'll. Go find. I'll, I'm. I'm heading in there anyway. I'll go find him. You just. You. You. You're gonna. You're gonna find. You're gonna find him. You'll help me. Of course. You can't just leave somebody in distress. I mean, yeah, you can, but I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I. I head in. I head on in. I do that. Uh, so the person who's, like, guarding the tent, that was guarding the tent, isn't there anymore, uh, because, you know, this whole situation, they were just like, I'm not paid enough for this. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking my break, goodbye. They put, like, a little, like, close, come back later sign, but it's, like, a little tiny hanging thing. It does not stop you if you want to push past it. That sign can't stop me because I choose not to read it. <laughs> I choose not to see it. <laughs> okay, perfect. Um... So, as you walk into this Hall of Mirrors, you sort of, like, you're you're magical, and so you know when there's, like, a thinning of the veil between, like, more of the material plane and the Feywild. And this place itself is already sort of, like, at the thinnest point between those two places, where the Feywild sort of exists coherently with the material plane. And so, the waveringness of the material plane and the Feywild is very, very noticeable within this Hall of Mirrors. Uh, you sort of can, like feel various competing magical forces one of them does feel mildly familiar to you that you might recognize as the magic that scabatha has but you notice two other competing things of magic that are happening within this hall of mirrors that sort of help create this imbalance okay um first things first i'm kind of invested in this whole reuben thing so i'm gonna look for him scabatha has kind of moved down a little bit on the priorities list so roll investigation also at disadvantage because hall of mirrors plus lack of attention investigation oh uh i rolled a 15 and a 16 and i have plus zero so 15 15 okay um i will say you sort of are familiar maybe with hall of mirrors and so you have your hand along the mirrors to help guide you um knowing that like oh there's gonna be weird turns and stuff and you're just kind of making your way through inside and uh you do sort of hear like the sounds of faint like bobbing coming from a different part of the tent um and as you approach we're actually going to cut back over to dalen and your your whole uh experience going on oh yeah so the whole walk over to the dragonflies Dalen is talking to Stasi, completely unaware that she's not following him. Because obviously, <laughs> everybody's still with him. He's just leading, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who did Stasi end up going with, actually? 
Uh, I think Stassi. Did sort we all of just like... ditch Stassi? You're right. Stassi's just back there, like, oh. <laughs> I I think that Stassi actually was probably following Caster and then like watching the whole situation. And so like, as you left, the girl that was sobbing, she was like, "Hey, hey, girl, it's like okay. It's like if he doesn't accept like what happened was magical, then you don't deserve him anyway." And then the girl starts crying more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so you're uh, you're walking along, talking at everyone, yeah, talking at Stasi, who is not there, about how superior Colombian is to Arabica coffee, just <laughs> on and on. Anyway, eventually he turns around, and is like, oh, well, okay, and he keeps on going. <laughs> you were heading towards the dragonflies, correct? I was, in okay, theory. Perfect. In theory, sure. Um, yeah, I mean. Do you get distracted at any point, do you think, along the way by any of the other events that are happening in the chaos of this festival? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I sure do. That Cyclops Absolutely. has his eye on me. <laughs> do you go back over to the Cyclops and well, the challenge? I don't know. I... I start wandering towards the Cyclops, and then, oh, my funnel cake is gone. That's unacceptable. It, like, just, yeah, I rolled a one on my concentration. <laughs> so. Amazing. So, um, you know what has bigger wings than dragonflies? Swans. Giant swans. And you <laughs> notice that there is this really cool water ride with some big swans next to the funnel cake stand. Like, like, living swans? Unclear. You said unclear? Unclear. We're not sure. Cool. You may read me perception uh, to see if you may try to figure out if they are alive or not. Uh, from where you're standing at the funnel cake stand, you're not sure. I'm making a beeline over there, but sure, I'll roll perception at, uh, no, that's a two on the die. I don't, no clue. They're alive. They're definitely alive. Yeah, sure. Uh, they're, they're, well, so the thing is, as you're coming up, even with a two, you're like, yeah, they're, they're alive, but, like, they are, like, moving, but they're made of wood. Like, it's unclear if they're, like, um, animated magically or just fully alive wooden swans. Like, it, the whole, like, balance in between them is, like, they're really, really good at moving however they're moving, whether they are alive or not. Uh, and so that's the whole thing is just like, wow, those are really great. I wonder when we got like wooden swans. Like that's that's really cool. Like when some of the people in the back behind you were like talking. Cool. I immediately slap myself in the face and cast speak with animals and try to talk to the swans. <laughs> um Okay. <laughs> How are you here? <laughs> what are you? The, the wooden swan, like, turns and just stares you down. Silent type. So, immediately understanding that this is another staring contest, I stare back. <laughs> sure, roll, uh, roll me a d20. Uh, plus con? Constitution, yeah. What is my con modifier? That's an 11. I 
believe it or not, wooden swans uh, that are magically animated don't always blink. So unfortunately, uh, I think that the the swan is intensely staring. No blinking. I blink first. Oh, dang it! It, it does, like, slowly move closer and closer to your face, though. And um, eventually, the person that is, like, at the, the rides is like, Yo, buddy, back off from the swans, okay? Like, they, they're a little bit um, bubble-invading, if you know what I mean. So as he says this, I've, like, as the swan is approaching me, I'm, like, moving slowly forward to the swan. Like, just, like, getting my face up to the swan's face. Above game, I expect to get, like, honked at, you know, or, like, bit. But he tells me to back off, and I back off. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, as soon as you were starting to back off and the spawn got really close to you, it does, like, try if, like, there's anything, like, hair or anything that it could have tried to grab. It does try to, like, nip. But, obviously, like, because you backed off when the guy said so, it doesn't happen. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so these, uh, the guy, the guy sort of, like, so, uh, do you, do you, like, want to ride the swan? Do you, you want to, like, just stare at the swan? Do you want to, like, I, I don't know, guy, like, what's your deal? Am I, I mean, I lost the staring contest. Can I still ride the swan? Sure. Oh. So. I want to ride the swan. I've never wanted anything more in my life than to ride this swan right now. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, sweet. Uh, she is a little bit, like, bubble invading, like I said, so, I mean, like, she's probably fine with you riding on her back. Um, yeah. Uh, you're, you'll be fine. I believe in you. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I try to climb on the back of the swan. How do I know that you exist? She says as she turns her back towards you, or turns her head towards you as you ride on her back. You do successfully get on her back, but, like, she, she like, turns towards you and starts, like, sailing away very rapidly, I might add. Uh, if I were to put this into, uh, terms, 60 feet per six seconds, like, rapid spinning gondola. Sure. Uh, <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah yeah okay uh yeah i hunkered down because i was a little faster like the the acceleration had a little more kick than i was expecting so yeah um, actually roll me roll me a dexterity check just to see like oh. how oh, yeah. well you do maintain your i am a paladin i'm great at those <laughs> uh One, a nat one? It is. Oh no. Hey. For a three. But it's a nat one. How do I know that you exist and unfortunately you do fall off the back of this one into the lake, I might add. Uh, she speeds off, does not stop for a moment um, to see if you are still on her back, just staring at the spot you were. Uh, like, head tilted backwards, swan moving forwards. Um, okay, I have a complicated thing I'd like to do because it's awesome. Okay, sure. Yeah. I yeah. would like to try to grab onto the swan's tail feathers. With my shield on my back, I want to tube behind the swan on my shield. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. Uh, yeah, I would say that's either gonna... Mm, I think that's probably athletics. Okay, I'm a little better at that. 
Uh, that, hang on, what's my athletics? What's my athletics? That is a four plus seven and eleven. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'll say with that, it's not exactly a clean jump up tubing situation, but you are, um, it's, it's more like when you're tubing in the water rather than on top of the water. But I'll say that that works. So she's still talking to you as you guys are very rapidly exploding away uh, from this. But yeah, you're uh, tubing behind her. I like to imagine I'm like going under the water and then like I change the angle. And I fly up into the air and then go back under the water and just doing this <laughs> over and over. Yes, Duh. exactly. Duh. So how do I know you exist? <laughs> oh boy uh so i think we're gonna cut back over to pixie hollow with that <laughs> so uh yeah you are inside of this pixie hollow uh it's it's essentially this mini version of um the big carnival that's happening outside it's a lot not quieter weirdly enough um almost like it's been magically protected because you know like uh was explaining to you, J Plum was explaining to you, they are very worried about people stepping on them. And so there's like a barrier that helps protect their little home uh, so that people don't get into their personal business. Um, but it's very like, much to your, your uh, preference, it does like smell heavily of like blackberry wine and various like flower blossoms. You can smell like honeysuckles on the air within this tiny little area. Um, and there's a bunch of different do colorful doorways that are nestled in the bark of the base of the tree, like where you guys sort of pop up. Um, uh, I'm gonna. Thwomp is gonna turn to J Plum, and he's gonna say, "Where's that wonderful smelling wine? Which door to that? To that?" Oh, uh, I think mm, a great question. I don't remember anymore. Uh, oh man, uh. Uh, what what did you call that whiskey? Oh, well, my brain is not not doing what I think it should be. You know, there's a lot more colors than I remembered existing inside of this uh this, this tree trunk, man. Uh, ooh, this is fun. I'm having fun. Are you having fun? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So he turns around and he's like, okay, if he doesn't know the the one, he's just gonna like sort of point his finger and wherever his finger lands, he's gonna like go to that door. Okay, sure. Um, so you point your finger and you are left to a door that sort of has like this, it looks like the color of a lake. Uh, like when you look at a lake and it's rippling, uh, then the various blues and like the dark like midnight color uh, at night. That's sort of what this door looks like that you land on. Um, does it have any writing or anything on the door itself? And you read Sylvan. Yes, my language is Sylvan. One of my Thanks. languages is Sylvan. Awesome. Uh, so the door uh, sort of has this cryptic message of just lakefront. Lakefront? Okay. Yeah. Um, what kind of check should I make to see if Thwomp remembers that one of the places that we were going to go to was the lake with the swan? Uh, 
I would say that's probably a history check. Okay. I'm not good at those, but I will make that check. Uh, that's a two. A straight two. Hey. Look, you you may presume that your wine senses are leading you to this door, or you may presume that there is a different door that, that the wine is behind. I will leave that up to you. I think my wine sense is taking me to this door, so he's going to open it anyway. Okay. <laughs> wine um, sense. So you, you do open this door, and there is, like, as you do, um, sort of foggy mist rolls from underneath the door, uh, and you, you catch, like, light of a shimmering lake, uh, and you see, like, sitting in the center is a mermaid, uh, just sort of singing along to some music that she's created, uh, on this, like, uh, harp that she's playing, and uh, some other of, like, the pixies and other people that have also been shrunken down by other pixies are just admiring her, her singing that's captivated everyone, um, I almost feel like roll me uh not entirely sure what you would need to probably just like a constitution check to see if you are distracted by her singing or not. Uh 16. Nope, you really want this one. So you're just like bet, cool. Uh and continue on. So you're just like that's cool, maybe later. Uh, and then you look over and there's, like, all of these various, like, food booths and stuff that, like, are selling various things. There's one that's just, like, mead. Big, like, bright, like, Renaissance Fair lettering. Mead. Across it. And he, he knows that's where he was going for. And so he goes over to the mead. <laughs> Hi, hello, what's up? Can I help you? Yes, I'd like to taste your finest mead. And he's like bobbing and swaying. He's like actually like leaning on the table because he's so he's bobbing and swaying so much. Amazing. Uh, so the person, similar to what J Plum had done before J Plum was left behind, was following you and is like bobbing and swaying, like thinking like this is a cool game you guys are playing. And so uh, this person is just like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, we do usually do like trades and stuff. Uh, excuse me, that's my that's my familiar in the background. Uh, that's just kind of existing. So please pardon me. Uh, you know, they're they're fine though. They're not near any of the meads, so none of their fur should get in the way. But what? What would you like to do? We could do a game, we could do a trade, we could do all kinds of fun stuff. Let's do a game. I, he's he's feeling a little jovial now that he's in this, like, fairy pixie realm. Uh, he's, like, he's he's willing to play a game at this point. Okay. Ha, you're it! And she, like, pokes you, uh, and then, like, flits away. Um, she, she sort of, like, catches you, I think, a little bit possibly off guard um, by this game. Because... Uh, you know, game doesn't necessarily mean, like, physical game, especially when it's in relation to mead, but this pixie decided that tag is going to be the game. Um, do you have anything that could potentially, I'll say, stop her, uh, or would you like to just straight up try chasing her down? Mm -hmm, let me see. Um... I think he's just going to try and chase her down. Okay. Uh, what is your movement speed? 40 feet. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll treat this like a straight up uh, like roll off, just because that's about her movement speed too. Um, 
So roll me just a d20. You can add your dexterity modifier um, if you would like. Okay. Uh, that's a 10. She is just a little bit outside your reach. Like, you go and you reach for her, and she, like, sort of just, like, a trick out, and, like, takes oh, that, like, bobbing, wait, wait. weaving that you were doing. Uh, there is something that I can do with my features, I think. Okay, sure. Oh, no, it's a saving throw. Not a, not a, a dexterity check. Um... She she just kind of does that thing where like you were you were bobbing and weaving at her earlier, and so she sort of does that. She's like, ah, na 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 na. -na. <laughs> you can try again. Yeah, let's try again. That's uh, an eleven this time. A little See, bit for better. you. She rolled a two, so she sort mm. of um. She kind of like misjudges where she was turning at that thing, and she kind of runs into the side of one of the other stands. She's like, "Oh!" And you were welcome to catch her and tag her if you would like. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And usually much better at tag. That's okay. Uh, that was fun. Thanks for playing. And she'll go back to the stand and then hand you a glass of mead. Uh. Blomp takes it with both hands and sort of just gently, like, just savors it as he's drinking. So he's yeah. going to drink it and he's going to taste all the flavors. And then he's just going to continue to drink uh, the entire thing down. Ooh, okay. Uh, sure. Um, while you are enjoying this mead, uh, you do notice that the commotion down at the lake that you like initially like completely ignored uh, starts getting a little bit, like dispersed like it sounds like people are are making a lot more noise than they were when they were initially raptured with the mermaids singing uh, as they start sort of leaving i'm gonna head that way okay um you you start heading that way and you notice that there's someone actually like heckling the mermaid performer she she's almost trying to like keep singing but feels distracted by what's being thrown at her as this person starts throwing her insults and uh roll me investigation i will say still at disadvantage because of the whole uh drinking an entire thing of mead uh and previous drinking and then also the attention missing thing uh that's an eight yeah so it's not necessarily clear where this heckling is coming from it could be multiple people it could be one person it could be magical um but she she also can't catch it and so she's really like thrown off her game and so people are like eh, this isn't worth it like eh, i'm not gonna help and not my not my business i'm here to have fun don't want to deal with this uh and so they're sort of leaving her and she starts like getting freaked out and uh just overwhelmed with everything happening and so she just kind of like stops fully stops singing and uh sort of starts to swim weirdly enough in the direction that you were coming from but away from where she was perched i want to uh go further in as people are coming out i want to go further in to see if i can stop uh the the heckler or or find that heckler sure um Make me a, this time as you get closer, make me a perception check. 
A disadvantage? Yes. Uh, that the disadvantage is a twelve. Okay. Um. Yeah. It as you get closer, you're still not necessarily able to pick out where this is coming from. It it seems definitely louder as you get closer to it, but it's still unclear uh, where or whom or by what means this heckling is happening. It's very mean, very rude things in a mix of languages. Um, you know. You, you can't sing as well as my mom can. Uh, I bet you can't even, like, hold a note for very long. Huh. You kind of suck. No one no one likes you. Just absolutely rude, wow. mean things. Yeah, that is mean. Uh, Thwomp is not liking this at all, and he would he's he's almost put off uh, by the by the the sounds of them. But he wants to do something to help out this mermaid because he doesn't believe this is the right thing to do. He just doesn't. He's trying to find where it is. He's constantly looking around, trying to find this this heckling. Um, you can make another perception check if you would like um i will say as you are looking around and as this mermaid kind of like swim away the, most of the other people are like gone like there's a few people still left and it's very like dispersed and so it's kind of weird that like this amount of heckling is happening uh with the least amount of people possible here yeah um how far is it to the perch uh, it's in the water, and it's about, like, it's not very far into the water. It's, like, 15 feet. Um, unclear how deep the water gets, like, in between where you are and then, like, where, like, she was perched up. But she did jump in and swim away. Right. I'm wondering if I go to the perch, if there's, if I would have a better sense of where it was coming from. Um... Yeah, let's um, do that. <laughs> you go onto the perch? Yeah. <laughs> That's what my okay. gut's saying. Uh, still roll me perception at disadvantage and see uh, if you can catch that. Uh, this one's a 21 with disadvantage. Ooh. Okay. Um, you, you catch as the clap crowd is dispersing. One last, like, mean thing is thrown at her. Uh, as she's leaving, and there's, like, a cloak that you see, like, leaving with most of the crowds. Also, with a 21, I'll say that you notice, like, some, like, little, like, boats and stuff that are along the edges that you couldn't previously see because of, like, people where they were standing and blocking it. Um, and so you do see that there are, like, boats that are set up so you can sort of explore more of the lake later on, but you do catch someone as they are, like, leaving into the crowd. I'm gonna follow the cloak. Uh, you jump back on uh, to the mainland, and you follow this cloak, and I'm going to jump back over to Marty and Castor and see what's going on with uh, the whole situation in the Hall of Mirrors. Yeah. Okay, so I was looking for Ruben, and I rolled that perception check, I think it was. Yes, and you did succeed. You did hear some some quiet sobbing further deeper into this Hall of Mirrors. Um, and you you may choose to continue approaching if you would like. Uh, yeah, I, I think I will. I, I will okay. do that. Yeah, so you get closer, uh, the sobbing gets louder, 
and you you hear this uh, guy, presumably uh, Ruben was the name that the girl had given you of a person that she had rejected when she was like, my Ruben. Um, and so he's he's like sitting, like hunkered into a corner, sort of in between where two mirrors meet. Um, and he's just not paying attention to anyone or anything. Is just like silently sobbing. Um, I'm gonna walk up and I'm gonna say, "Hey, man, uh, I saw what happened out there. Uh, you, 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 all right? There's a. I mean, I think I think it's, I think it's okay now." <laughs> what do you mean it's all right? I just my girl just started laughing at me while I was proposing to her. How is that in any way all right? Uh, who well, are you? Hi, um, my name's Caster, and I'm here to f fix your problem because I have an inherent need to fix people's problems. <laughs> um, <Hey>, mood. <laughs> Caster's like. Why would you? Why would you want to help? That's that's not normal. For here. Uh, damn, it got me there. Uh, I just I don't know something in my brain <laughs> just goes. Hey, <laughs> this problem is your problem now. <laughs> <laughs> something in my brain says maybe the plot. No. <laughs> um. Listen, you. You know that was a magical thing right like she couldn't help that how you, would you, you were, know you were next to a statue of tasha of tasha's hideous laughter fame i don't think that would have anything to do with it statues can't be magical that doesn't make any sense my brother in christ you're in the feywild <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. We are in the Feywild. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who's Christ? Why, why is that my brother? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a D&D deity and I didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> my um, brother and Pilar were in the Feywild. <laughs> Pilar would have been a good choice. Um, Listen. <laughs> Uh, I'll help you get out. We're we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna find. I forgot. Did she even tell me her name? <laughs> no, fully no. not. You didn't necessarily ask her, and she no. she was too involved. She just kind of cried out, Reuben. And we're gonna smooth things over. And I drew. I used Druidcraft to make some flowers. To like, oh. and give them to him. And I say. We're gonna smooth things over. It'll be great. Okay, this sounds good. These are cool flowers. What kind of flowers are they? Um. Oh no. <laughs> name a name a flower. Uh, it's a little snapdragon. Just a tiny little snapdragon. Oh, that's cute. Uh, he takes it and he tucks it into like part of his beard that he had. Yes. Uh, so there's a little tiny snapdragon. He's like, thank you. I love flowers. Heck yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I... Do you, do you try to... Um, 
do you try to immediately leave or do you press further trying to like leave out or do you like leave towards the beginning of the i think i think i uh i think i'm probably more focused on like getting out so instead of like trying to backtrack i'm just gonna go oh whatever we're like halfway through anyway okay um so as you sort of turn because he was huddled in the corner of a thing of mirrors uh when you turn with him to try to get out you catch your reflection in one of the mirrors and what did your character look like when they were a child um probably uh at that stage in caster's life he was a a spring aladdin so very uh, obviously a lot smaller um more of a green kind of verdant um hue to their hair and skin um maybe a, maybe a little flower in the hair um hmm. yeah i would say probably like a more spring legend vibe as opposed to the current autumn deal that he's got going on okay um and you sort of like continue walking on you just sort of catch your reflection of, of yourself as a younger kid and you're just like yeah okay hall of years mm. um and then as you're continuing walking and you pass this reflection of your younger self you see yourself again but now older uh however you would imagine that your character looks in in old age for an eladrin whether you were still an autumn eladrin um or maybe you proceeded through the seasons but weirdly enough as you're looking at yourself in this image as you transition from young to old you hear a giggle but it's like a clockwork giggle and you sort of see the flit of a fairy um wearing a mask over their face um in this reflection of you and it sort of like lingers for just a moment and uh roll me perception really quick to see if like actually no roll me history to see if you you can recall who this person is okay 13 uh yes so you are very familiar with this person you mm -hmm. have seen them before occasionally when you've received messages from scabatha uh this is her her like personal assistant uh sow pig and so it's weird that this this is kind of coming up as you're in this hall of mirrors uh she she sort of like laughs and giggles and again it sounds like weird like clockwork uh ish and um she she catches your eye and then immediately disappears like out of the mirror not even like running from the mirrors but just gone hmm. um you may roll me you may roll me perception to see if you catch anything else. Okay, is that with disadvantage currently? Yes, still. Perception checks? Okay. Oh, I rolled a nat 20 and a nat 1. <laughs> Ooh, that's unfortunate. Oh. Um, I will see if Ruben maybe helps you because he's smaller to the ground. No, he does not. He's still crying. He's just following your lead. He's, like, grabbed your hand and is following behind you. Uh, so... Yeah, she she laughs at you and leaves, and uh, you may be just left wondering, like, what the heck? That's... All right, that was weird. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ruben doesn't necessarily catch her in the mirror. Um, seems like that wasn't necessarily something he paid attention to, um, but he does follow behind you as you all make your way back out of this hall of mirrors. 
sweet. Um, I come up to uh, what's her name? <laughs> I don't. Oh, I never Stassi got her name. Girl? Oh yeah, Stassi's there. Oh, yeah, Stassi is like, there. Hey, um, I found him. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, I mean, if you put whipped cream on coffee after you put the creamer in it, it just like adds an extra oh. layer of like <laughs> cream. cream is just like amazing. It's my favorite thing to do. And then you sprinkle some cinnamon on top, and like, oh my god, cinnamon in the Feywild is not anything compared to cinnamon in the Material Plane. It's just like extra. You should try dipping cinnamon fries in cinnamon coffee. Oh my god, it's so good. And this girl... <laughs> I walk up and I go, "All right, Stassi, let's uh, let's give these two a moment, huh? Yeah." <laughs> and I just kind of gently pull Stassi by the arm, like. <laughs> Oh my god, have you ever had cinnamon fries? It's just like, they're so good. Actually, that sounds and, really good. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so you successfully pull them, and, um, Ruben walks up to, uh, he walks up to her apprehensively, he's just like, Sundial, is it true? You didn't, you didn't mean laugh? And, uh, she, she sort of, like, sniffles a little bit, and she's like, no, I, I love you so much, Ruben. Why would I laugh at you? I've wanted nothing more than for you to propose. Like, we've talked about this, and, and you know that I've wanted to marry you. What, what, what could make you think that I wouldn't? This, this is, like, the best thing that could happen here. And he, he, they, like, hug each other and start crying all over again, but this time in happiness. And, um... You've successfully I drew craft some snapdragons on the ground around them from like a Aww. distance, and I go, Caster Velomont, professional matchmaker, let's go. <laughs> oh my god, that was like so smooth. Congratulations, you two. Uh, <laughs> and the, the two of them don't even pay Stassi any heed. They fully just like leave her behind um, and go and do their own thing. They kind of wave at you a little bit. Um, thanks if i made and... a wedding later <laughs> <laughs> and they go off um what would you like to do do you try to reunite with any of your friends or do you yeah i think i'll there? go see what um dalen's up to i go okay well i have accomplished maybe nothing here that's important to me um <laughs> let's see if dalen's made any progress i've, I've saved a marriage <laughs> but that doesn't help my end goal <laughs> Who knows? Um, yeah, Stassi's like, oh my god, like, didn't you have like other friends with you? I think one of them went to like the uh the dragonfly ride, so it was where he said he was going. And then um I think I saw the other one leave to go get like food, but um mm, I don't know if he made it there or not. I haven't seen him recently. Hmm. Yeah, let's uh let's head to the dragonfly rides, I suppose. Uh, you make your way over to the dragonfly rides and um roll, roll me uh concentration to see if you can make it to the dragonfly ride successfully okay. or if you may get distracted by the same thing or different thing what is, what is this role gonna be then it's constitution uh constitution. I'll say okay. it can be a constitution saving throw or uh just regular constitution whichever you'd like okay they're the same so uh 18 plus 4 22 yeah no you Fully, uh, fully stay on track, uh, make it to the Dragonfly Rides. I'm happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> so, uh, 
So <clears throat> you approach the dragonfly rides and there are these huge lily pads that are sitting on the surface of a pool uh, that has like this fluorescent algae just glowing in colors of like purple and green and blue. Uh, the occasional like orange and yellow just like starlight sparkles throughout the algae. And uh, you see occasionally a giant dragonfly will land on top of these lily pads. And their wings are very, like, colorful, as is normal for the Fey Wild. So you see ones that have, like, orange and reds, like, seeming, like, uh, imparting danger and hopefully speed. And then you see other ones that are, like, sort of, like, older looking, and they have, like, more of the muted, like, color, colder colors, like those blues and, the, like, icy colors, and some of their wings are clear. And they're sort of taking the children on a little bit slower rides, like, with parents and having fun. And um, you... you Briefly see as you walk up, there is a small smiling tree, uh, like a treant, and they sort of like are waving people in. Uh, and you see like on top of like in one of its branches, this little tiny like, or I guess not necessarily tiny, but you see this like red squirrel that's like sitting on its like little tree hmm. branch and just is budging you in a way that only a squirrel could do. Relatable content. Um, I guess I walk up. And I just, I, I, I've forgotten what I'm actually here to do. I'm like, hell yeah, dragonflies. <laughs> These are fucking cool, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, the Treant um, is like also wearing their own fairy wings and uh, are decked out um, with like little like butterfly pins all down their trunk. And uh, they're just kind of like, they're for all purposes of the word actually vibin like they are fully in everything like chill cool movements or just like occasionally helping a dragonfly land with one of its other tree branches um and the uh treant will like beckon you over and they're like sup dude here for the dragonfly rides yeah man uh these look dope okay but like we, we definitely need you to, like, you either have to do, like, a trade, or if you want, my squirrel buddy can judge you and see if you're worthy of riding the dragonflies. I look at the squirrel. The squirrel is definitely judging. <laughs> what do you got, squirrel man? Uh, do you speak with animals? I can speak with animals at will as one of my eldritch invocations. Oh, amazing. Perfect. So, uh, to Stassi, who cannot speak with animals, as she's like, I don't remember a squirrel being in the carnival. It's it just, like, clicking at her angrily, uh, chattering in a way that an angry, judgy squirrel would. And, uh, you hear, like, from the squirrel, who are you to, like, judge? Like, this is so rude of you. Oh my god. And then the squirrel turns to you, like, but you're the one that I'm supposed to be, like, mostly judging? So, I mean, uh... Why should you ride the dragonflies? Makes you worthy. Because uh, I really want to and they look cool. I got mm. none. <laughs> well, animal handling to see if she thinks that that's a good enough reason. Oh, man. Nat 20. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, they are pretty sick. They're really, really cool. Did you want to like a fast one or do you want like a slow chill Ooh. ride? fast one for sure absolutely amazing yes perfect this one that just landed and she like sort of like points with her little tiny squirrel paw 
claw uh to this like one of the ones that was like the orange color and they're vibrant they've got like little like it's like a racing stripe down the Hell side of its yeah. wing <laughs> she's like that's like the fastest one you should try that one absolutely is your friend going with you i look at stassi stassi stassi's like <laughs> I mean, I've never ridden a dragonfly before. I don't know if I'm any good at it. <gasps> Sorry, we just have, like, a lot of various dogs <laughs> of here in the carnival. Like... <laughs> um... <laughs> They're really loud. They just sometimes bark. And, uh, you know, when there's a passage of time, sometimes, you know, they just get really excited, especially when a lot of the food is happening. <laughs> so, question for the DM. <laughs> yes. What are, what are those familiars saying? Since we speak with animals, <laughs> <laughs> you um, <laughs> you you hear the dogs that are just saying, "Time is passing, time is passing, almost time, hooray!" <laughs> 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 uh, what uh, they are excited for and what the time is getting closer to, it is not clear. They do not say. They are just very excited that the time is continuing on, and you do kind of notice um, that the moon has been slowly but surely moving up in the sky, and it's a little bit closer to that halfway point now. Mm. Um, but Stassi, Stassi will get on this dragonfly with you if you would like her to, or she will stay down. She is, she is impartial. Uh, you know what? Come on, Stassi. Why not? Let's... I always wanted to ride a dragonfly, but I didn't want to, like, be imposing or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are... He's fine, love. Uh, you are uh, welcome to ride this dragonfly. Um, as you get on, there is these like little tiny seats. Like they're not really seats; they're just kind of platforms, really, that are on the back of the dragonflies. They are dubious at best whether they will actually hold you in. Uh, so it is kind of it's like a carnival. That- yeah, because it's a carnival. <laughs> uh, so you will probably have to assume to make some checks in order to stay on top of slash control this dragonfly. Um, you have picked, uh, like, one of the faster ones, uh, but they are still, like, you know, all the dragonflies are to ride, uh, for whatever that means for you. <laughs> um, and so as as you get on this dragonfly and uh, sort of get settled, like, almost as soon as you, uh, get on, it takes off. Like, the wings, like, sort of, like, start vibrating, like, the wings of a plane, like, that sound when you first get in there and they're beginning to take off, and it shoots off into the sky. Um, make me an animal handling check to see how well you can direct it in any direction you would like to go. Okay, um, since I still have Speak With Animals active, would that tech would that give me advantage in some way maybe sure. yeah cool well it's a good thing because the first one was a six the other one is a what's my animal handling plus one so that's a 17 perfect yeah you were perfectly able to control this dragonfly however you would like um as as it takes off very alarmingly fast okay i I, I turn back to, to Stassi and I go, um, let's keep an eye out for if we can find Scabatha, because I'm reminded that that's actually what I think I came here to do. Oh, yeah, you, like, did have that issue where she kind of played that prank on you. That's right. Uh, yeah. Like, Scabatha well, and I are cool, but, like, this is slightly less cool. This is, <laughs> this is definitely one of the more elaborate pranks she's pulled on me in recent memory. Honestly, I don't think when you go to the Feywild, anything is elaborate. It's all just kind of the way it is. That's also true. 
And um, this is kind of the most mean spirited one. I'll say that. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the time of the year for it, though. We, you know, just there's tricks and there's treats. And so maybe she was just doing something a little more tricky this time. Mm. <laughs> um, and so you, you take off and uh, roll, roll me perception while you are on the lookout for Scabatha. A uh, disadvantage still. Yes. Uh, six. Okay. Natural uh, two. <laughs> Sassy is unfortunately also not super helpful uh, with perceiving things, but she is slightly more helpful than a six. <laughs> um, so you, you looking are looking at the Rincos game. Yeah, of what yeah, you. Been. <laughs> you catch all of the other like carnival rides. You see this really fun, cool swan taking off in another direction. Uh, you you catch what might be uh, Daylin's silhouette on the back of riding in a tube, almost not really a tube. Uh, you're not sure. It, it vaguely looks like Daylin, uh, and you're like, yeah, Daylin was supposed to be here. I wonder if we can catch up to him. Maybe. Uh, and then Stassi is looking down, and she's, like, squinting, and she's like, isn't that, like, isn't that, like, your friend down there on that swan? Oh. I, I thought he was over here. Should we go check that out, maybe? You're the one in control of the dragonfly, my dude. That is true. Hey, dragonfly friend, let's go over there. You're on it! <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> the dragonfly takes off in the direction of uh, Daylin on the not tubing tubing on the back of the swan. <laughs> uh, Daylin, how is that going for you? <laughs> As the swan is still asking you questions about life. Oh yeah, so Daylin has now started to catch the choppy waves and is doing that bounce thing that happens when you're tubing. Reality is subjective! <laughs> <laughs> In worlds so full of magic is time and illusion. What really is magic? <laughs> I'm imagining, like, um, Castor and Stassi pulling in on this dragonfly and it, like, skirts the water in that way where, like, the waves come up alongside <laughs> Dalen. <laughs> uh, sure, Dalen, make me a dexterity check to see if when that happens uh -oh. you can stay... <laughs> So What's up? I, I think at this point Dalen is tired of waterboarding himself anyway, so he's gonna let go. <laughs> he's he's done. Uh make me the dex check anyway, just to see how well you can body surf. Oh sure. Uh that's that's a seven plus two. So nine. I mean it's not the prettiest body surfing, but you don't necessarily <laughs> get salt water up your nose. Uh you can at least do that. That was such a big wave. Oh my goodness, that looked like so much fun. I have never had this much fun in my entire life. Please get me out of here. <laughs> I didn't dress to be wet. <laughs> it's like full plate mail. <laughs> no, yeah, full plate mail, just soaked <laughs> underneath. Pick um, you up and I... Stassi will also help give you a hand onto the back of the dragonfly. I clamber on up to the dragonfly. Oh, this is what I was trying to do initially. I'm glad you met me there. Or I met you there. Anyway, hi! <laughs> hey. Uh, 
any luck with uh, finding Sakabatha? Listen. Reality is a shifting sea of time. And goals are equally shifting. Sometimes the experience is what really matters. Bars. So, like, I think that means that he definitely forgot and did not find anything. <laughs> um, hmm. Well. Stasi, it's about the journey, not the destination. I mean, that's definitely true. Uh, you know, journeys are full of life experiences, and life experiences are best handled with coffee! He, again, has, like, too much coffee. Like, you're not exactly sure where all this coffee is coming from out of her coffee mugs, but she's got coffee. You want I, coffee? Uh, well, I think you might need a little more coffee. <laughs> I don't know if you have enough. Uh, but life Never experiences. Enough. Life experiences, right? And I shove her off the dragonfly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she died as she lived with coffee. Experience it with coffee! <laughs> <laughs> She falls off the dragonfly, and oh, you two no. are alone on the dragonfly. <laughs> I, I lean forward to, to cast her. We might want to circle back around. She's she's probably not going to be able to swim and hold on to the coffee. I don't know. She's pretty talented. <laughs> she is, in fact, deciding to drink her coffee underwater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I circle back around, and we pick her up. You know, salt water adds, like, an extra special flavor to coffee. I did not know that. Uh, don't Just drink too much water. You You're going to get dehydrated. Just wait until you add caramel. It's... Caramel is the best thing to add to coffee. I will agree, especially when it's salted caramel. True. Yes. Uh, don't push me off again. I feel like you've gotten the experience now. <laughs> Should we it find Thwomp? I, I, I haven't seen him either. I think we all got separated. Oh yeah, there off. was that other guy with you. Yeah, Thumper. Is that his name? I don't know. I don't think that was his name. That was definitely his name. <laughs> okay. Hey, what happened to your fairy wings, by the way? She says, uh, addressing Dalen, who gave his fairy wings to Thwomp. Oh, uh, well, they didn't work, so I gave them away. What do you mean they didn't work? How did well, you I've... even get on the swan ride without anyone, like, asking you what was up? Because, like, you can get in a lot of trouble for missing those. Well, they were defective. So, yeah, like, these things don't work. They don't let you fly. Like That's what I'm saying! They're not supposed to let you fly. They're supposed to be like, a, hey, I bought my ticket to get into the fair, and I won't get, like magically eaten or whatever by one of the hags that it roams the carnival. I like Scabatha, but like some of the other ones are really mean. You know, on the material plane, we have things called stamps. And they just <laughs> put one. Yeah, it's less of a lie than giving you literal <laughs> wings and going, ha, you can't actually fly with these. That's <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just work here. I don't control why they give out wings. I just know that they do. We should probably get you wings before one of their, like, like apprentices or whatever they call themselves finds you. Because 
that could be problematic. And I don't know if you want to fight one of them or deal with the repercussions of not having wings, but I'm just saying. Does Stassi have wings? She, she's wearing wings. All of the people that you've seen working at the <laughs> Stop bullying so far Stassi. Noted. All the people working at the carnival so far has had wings. All of the other patrons that have not stuck in have had wings. Um, and you know that when you first came into the carnival, they like handed you wings from underneath the front of the carnival booth. It's like literally just like a box of wings. Sure. Well, so, so realistically, I gave I gave Thwomp uh, my wings, so we need to get those back. Because, uh, yeah, I came here to have fun and not or get eaten. We could just steal an extra set of wings. I am down for some crime, but... Stassi, you down for some crime? I just work here, so... Oh yeah, you work here. Hey, you didn't hear that. Didn't you say you were, like, security when we first met you? (laughs) I work here, yeah. No, she's the professional vibe checker. Yeah! I didn't say what kind of security. The security of, like, the vibes is important. (laughs) Yeah, um... Never change, Stassi. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Never ever. My whole personality, including the coffee. <laughs> um. Yeah. Do you guys plan on? I want to do some light crime. Light crime. Some sparkling crime, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> or light crime. La crime. La crime. Like La- Lacroix crime. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. How would you like to go about this crime? This light crime? Uh, hey, buddy. Um, so, we know that they're storing the wings in... <laughs> Sorry, I was reading the chat. Um, they're storing the wings somewhere, like, near the front gate, right? That's correct. You you saw them... Um, you still had your attention at this point, so you definitely clocked that there is, like, a box underneath the front of the ticket counter where it's, like, a haphazard... You know, you know like, when you're working somewhere and they just keep like all the various trinkets in a box that's lined with plastic. Mm-hmm. There's no organization. They've all just been ripped open and thrown in there, just grabbing one at will. Sweet. I just, um, <laughs> and you can tell me if this is too insane. I just want to like speed by bullet style with the dragonfly and just swipe one before anybody notices. <laughs> um, it's a little up there. You are welcome to try. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I will give you a guidance. I'll at least do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to... Hmm, ooh, when we get like within range, I'm going to cast Hypnotic Pattern and try to distract <laughs> the, like, the worker at the gate. Or like handing out the wings. Okay, uh, I vaguely remember Hypnotic Pattern, but read that for me and okay. for the chat. You create a twisting pattern of colors that weaves through the air inside a 30-foot cube within range. The pattern appears for a moment and vanishes. Each creature in the area who sees the pattern much, must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature becomes charmed for the duration. While charmed, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, so you said it's a, a wisdom saving throw? Wisdom saving throw, DC 15. Um, 
How how exactly do you snatch these dragonfly wings from the box at the front of the stand? So I we bring the dragonfly in like top speed. Um caster casts the spell. Um this like pattern comes up in front of the like glass pane window of the um the booth. Um and as we get like close enough Caster jumps off <laughs> into the <laughs> into the booth, swipes a pair of wings, tucks and rolls out, and then the dragonfly comes through the other side and grabs on and we just fly away. Sure. Okay. <laughs> what color are the new dragonfly wings? Uh the new the new butterfly wings, rather. They're orange. I don't know. You have a new set of orange fairy wings. Orange I, is my color. I turn back to Dalen and I go, here I go, I got your color for you. I put on the orange default de, de, what I don't know. I put on the wings. I, yeah, I lost the word. It's fine. Vaguely stronger than LaCroix. <laughs> uh, thank you, Chat, that <laughs> Vaguely stronger. I love, I love LaCroix. Look. That's, that's my magnum opus. <laughs> LaCroix. Um, yeah, so you have successfully <laughs> gotten a pair of fairy wings. Sweet. What um what would you like to do now? <laughs> I'll drop I'll drop hypnotic pattern as soon as we're like a distance away. Okay. And act like nothing happened. Nobody saw that. Nobody in line's gonna say anything. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody failed that save. There's definitely not one person that passed. Uh, we got to go find. They're all basically commoners, so they have commoner stats. So DC fifty is pretty pretty tough for a commoner. They rolled a four, so. <laughs> <laughs> so like, we have to go find Thwomp, right? Like, yeah, let's go I find Thwomp. I mean, Thwomp. you guys can do whatever you want. I'm just now here we're for not the vibes, which now are not in danger of getting skill. eaten by a hag. You know, Caster, I really feel like it should just be you and me. We should just leave Thwomp behind and just never have them in the stream. Wow. <laughs> um, we'll cut back over to Thwomp, actually, while you were exploring, uh, after you successfully get these wings. Um, so, Thwomp, you have started your pursuit of a mysterious caped person. Uh, yes. Yes. I'm gonna uh, tag along, uh, just keeping my eye on that cape and just sort of hyper focusing, hopefully, on that cape and staying <laughs> as close as possible to it. In his inebriated mead drink, drinking whiskey drinking state at this point. <laughs> that's a uh, that's some imagery. Just the occasional like whiskey shot. Chasing after a, a cape. <laughs> um, okay. Sure. Uh, while you are in pursuit, um, make me a perception check to see if you can catch this person. Is that disadvantage uh, keep up with this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, while, you, while you follow them. Catch, keep up with them. Uh, ten. Okay. Do-do-do-do-do. Uh, Uh, you know, 
Uh, there's a few different cloaks in this crowd. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you are, you run back out from this lake area, back through the lake door, and, um, you know, you, you followed, like, a line of people that, uh, were sort of, like, heading back out to explore most of the rest of the fair, um, and you, you see Jay Plum, who's just kind of, like, asleep at the front of the hollow where you first came oh, in. No. Taking a nap. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so you, you don't necessarily keep up with the specific cloak, because there's a few different green cloaks that are happening in this area, um, and they all sort of blend together, unfortunately, but you do see your friend asleep at the front, um, and you do see people sort of filing out towards the rest of the fair. Like, out of the pixie fair into the main fair? Yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to check on Jay Plum first, just to make sure that he's still alive. Like, I know that I sort of put him into a state that he has never been in before. Uh, so he's going to uh, bend down and check on Jay Plum to see if he's okay. If he's just sleeping, then I'm going to say, uh, I, I'm going to write a little note saying, thank you for the time at the fair and stick it in one of his pockets <laughs> and then head out with other people. Sure. Uh, yeah. So he, he's just asleep. Um, no, oh, actually, well, uh, roll me medicine just real quick. Just see, see if you do know if he's asleep. Okay. Uh, you can have an advantage. You're familiar with this particular state of people being. Oh, at nat 20. So 26. Yeah, he's just having a real good nap. Just a light oh, nap. Yeah. Whiskey nap. I, uh, I tell him, sleep, uh, sleep well, Pixie. Sleep well. And then I walk out uh, of the, uh, the Pixie sort of fair. A little, like, snore bubble uh, as you leave. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, so you are uh, magically embiggened uh, as you go back out. And uh, you are greeted with the chaos of the rest of the fair. People are sort of, like, discussing where they want to go next. Um, you vaguely hear some commotion happening, like, both in the direction of the water area that's sort of, like, where all of, like, the dragonflies and the swans were. And then you hear a commotion up near the front where all of a sudden it goes dead quiet. And then it's real loud again. Wow. Um, I'm gonna roll a d6 to see which way I go. Okay. I go towards the, uh, towards the water, the commotion of the water. Sure. <clears throat> so, you begin heading off towards the commotion of the water, and, um, you are met with, uh, when the mermaid that was inside the Pixie Hollow had left, she had sort of swam away and then back out and around. And the way that the lake sort of meets up with the lake outside, uh, or the river meets up with the lake outside, is in such a way that it is this, like, very obvious, uh, like, separate island uh, that's in the middle of where all the lily pad landings are by the dragonfly ride. Um, and so she has made her way over there, and unfortunately the timing of it was just such that when they had gotten on the dragonfly and left, uh, that she was just making her way over there. And so she is, like, 
upset she's not like actively like loudly sobbing but the fact that the mermaid is not where the spot the mermaid should normally be has started making some commotion happen uh for the people that are at the dragonfly ride uh like the treant is over there he's just like oh whoa whoa it's okay like you you can't let the people get to you palasha that's not it's not how it's supposed to be just like let it go it, the vibes are are being brought down here at the dragonfly ride no offense but, um, like, it's fine. Can he talk to her and see if 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 he can help her in any way? Uh, try to soothe her her uh, her feelings. Yeah, you you are welcome to speak with her. Um, he, she you can try like the lily pads are like obviously like strong enough that these giant dragonflies are able to land on them. So you sort of get the theory that you could use them to get to her um as you like see this treon has like waded into the water and is like doing a very bad uh not emotionally in touch comforting of her so uh thwomp is gonna hop, hop from one to one uh one lily pad to lily pad until he gets to the center of the uh of that center island there um yeah so she's she's just like i said uh silently crying um you so as far as like vibes have been going throughout this whole like carnival the the general air of everything with all of the music and stuff as time has been passing and the moon has been rising is that it's been very like light and upbeat but she almost like via being upset herself you kind of hear a little like and a kink in the music um and it kind of like goes from being in a major key to a minor key. Uh, spooky carnival music more than upbeat carnival music now. And um, you, you are welcome to approach her. Um, what, what do you say as you come up near her? I think... Um, I think he's going to sort of... Taking that in, he knows that she's already upset uh, and he doesn't want to say anything that will uh, upset her even more. So what he's going to do is he's going to just sort of, sort of approach her and sit and just be with her as she's going through this. Okay. Um. And then he'll wait until she wants to 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 she feels well enough to to start talking about it. Um, yeah, so she, it, it takes her a, a good, good few minutes. She's just kind of like sitting there and she, she does acknowledge your presence, um, doesn't necessarily say anything at first. And, um, as she's sitting there, uh, you know, she's eventually like, what, what can I do for you? I'm not much in the mood for, for music right now, but, uh, I, I noticed that you came over. Uh, Womp, even though he's in this sort of inebriated state, says, I was just waiting to see what I could do for you. Um, I noticed that you were upset by the performance earlier, and I wanted to know if there's anything that I could do to make you feel better. Oh, that's very kind of you. Not many people who attend this a festival care for any of the people that 
actually work here. It's just what can we do for others? That's weirdly nice of you. Um, no, uh, just just another day. You know, sometimes there's mean people, and uh, just usually easy to let it go. But today was not one of those days that I felt like I could. It just I don't normally have quite so many hecklers um, as today. Did you notice if it was multiple hecklers or only one heckler? I really couldn't tell you. I, tr truth be told, this is unusual for me. Um, you know, every so often someone doesn't like my music, which is fine. And they'll usually just leave, and that's okay. Everyone's entitled to having their own opinions about music, and that's not hard to deal with. But, um, I, I, no, I didn't notice. Um, but thank you for trying to help. I appreciate it. Um, I just, I think, need time. Uh, Things will be okay. I was overwhelmed. It can be jarring when people throw barbs like that, but there were more people enjoying your performance than the person throwing the barbs, if it makes any difference. <laughs> I appreciate it. That, that does help, actually. Thank you. Um, you, do you like music? Are you are you a singer by chance? No, I'm not a singer, <laughs> not in any way. But I appreciate the art that you provide. I I find even people who are not big into singing can still be singers. Uh, it's more about matching the notes than, than always having the best voice. I I could I could try teach you if you'd like we if you don't mind spending some time with me yeah i would like that that would be enjoyable okay um and the mermaid uh teaches you a little bit more about maintaining uh, a good note and um you are given a uh proficiency basically in performance for singing nice. related purposes nice um and, you know, she's she's left in slightly better spirits uh, by spending some time with her. And um, eventually she'll be like, well, if I if I don't get back soon, they'll they'll be wondering what's going on. So I appreciate the time. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Um, I think they say break a leg. I think that's the term. <laughs> Uh, well, and she looks down at her fin, and she's like, I think it's more break a fin in my case. But... <laughs> uh, he chuckles at himself, and he goes, oh, yes, yes, yes. And then he'll get up and um, have a good day, and uh, he'll hop back over to the mainland. Perfect. Um, yeah, so you have made your way back to the mainland. Uh, the mermaid is in slightly better mood, and um, after she leaves and after you've helped her and gone through that exchange, this like dip in the music sort of like catches itself, and it's now wavering between this weird uh, imbalance between being in a major and a minor key of carnival music. 
Caster and Dalen and Stassi crashing on a dragonfly. <laughs> Get in, bitch. We're going shopping. <laughs> you, you spot your friend. You crash into some buildings. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, I mean, do you guys want to try to make a perception check as you are flying about and trying to locate your friend? Yeah, let's try to. Let's, we'll, we'll find Thwomp. Maybe. Eventually. Maybe. Probably. Not if I don't want to be found. Not if I roll uh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Jew? 17. Uh, also roll me perception. Or something else. Uh, still at uh, disadvantage? Mm -hmm. uh, 12. Okay. Uh, so, Daylin, you clock because these shenanigans are just like you're having a good time in general i guess uh but these are some shenanigans and you're just like i want to find this other guy and just continue whatever we got to do uh so you spot uh thwomp or thumper uh as you've been referring to thwomp immediately <laughs> uh you're just like there right there uh thwomp on the ground you happen to notice uh some weird clockwork giggling as uh, this group of masked creatures, like, like, wearing, like, different animal masks, uh, kind of, like, wanders off in a direction of the rest of the carnival. I, I guess the question think... is, which of you gets the other one first? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be heading towards those clockwork people. Uh, you guys are on a dragonfly. I believe the dragonfly's base speed is 60, so, uh, dash, it's 120. Well, I'm still trying to get, uh, uh, Caster to pay attention to what I'm saying. Down there, down there, dude, no, down there! Where? What? Huh? Where? I don't, you can't just say down there and point and tell, and expect me to know. What are you talking about? We're so Where? far in the air, we are so high up right now. Just fly down. Flight. Okay. Stop. Uh, no, that's the wrong way. No. Uh, <laughs> like, no I'm worst backseat driver in existence, right? <laughs> Caster's just, like, not processing audio at all. Right that was now. our turn. Like, what? Right there. Go turn. Nope. Uh, okay. <laughs> Stassi passes you some coffee. Like, I find that caffeine sometimes helps. Do you want, like, a sip of coffee? It's espresso. Great. <laughs> I take it. And now I'm slow fast. <laughs> you you are actually uh by drinking her coffee you are granted a d4 to use for any check or save that you would like oh, in nice. the future. Uh Great. as she is a a pact of the uh whatever warlock that I can't remember the, the one that gives you an item. Coffee. Pact of the <laughs> talisman. I don't yeah, know. talisman. Yeah, she's a pact of the talisman warlock and so her coffee is magical. Um Nice. But yes, so you, you were granted essentially a D40 use towards a check or a saving throw um, by drinking her coffee that she has offered you. Um, Sweet. And so, yeah, I guess uh, the 120 feet versus Thwomp, what is your speed? Uh, it's 40. So, so if I dash towards those people I'm at 80, they'd still, find, they'd still overtake me. You're a monk though, right? Oh, yes! Uh... Yeah, I could spend a key point and... The question is, do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would. Um, he's going to spend a key point, because I haven't yet. And use his uh, Step of the Wind okay. as well. 
What does that put you at as far as speed? Uh, so if I dash and then use the key point to do another dash, that would be at uh, so 40, 80, 120, actually. So we are just matching speed with this. God, he's so fast. I know, right? <laughs> this way of way. What of, is like, happening? This <laughs> drunken master Harangon that is following these like massive. He's bunny hopping. He's like, psh, 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 psh. <laughs> why is he so fast? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess roll off for me and see who who could get there first. But you guys have clocked him for sure. Just not sure where he's going or why. Um, I'll say you guys do a group roll off, so we'll take uh, the average of whatever you guys roll, and then Just straight rolls. Lump. Yeah, I got a fifteen. Eight. Fifteen. Come on, Marty. Come on, Stassi. <laughs> Stassi, help me out. Oh, I got a D four. Um, make oh, that yeah, a nine. You're welcome to add that if you would like. Uh, it's a nine. Yeah, <laughs> got a one. And uh, Kenny, you said you got fifteen. Yep. Yeah, I mean, um, believe it or not, even with Stasi's help and even with that, you guys are not quite as fast, so you are tailing right behind your, your bunny friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Thwomp, you, you are just, like, hyper-focused on this group of weird, masked, like, clock toy people, and you... Notice that one of them has, like, a cloak that looks like Starlight. And uh, the one that has a cloak that looks like Starlight has a pig mask. And as they uh, continue moving, they are entering, um, like, this location that's not really... Doesn't look like a ride. It looks almost like a ride that has been closed down and is under repairs. So the fact they're going in there is a little sus. I think that uh, Thwomp wouldn't recognize it, or wouldn't, he's so hyper-focused that he wouldn't even pay attention to that. He's just following these people and that cloak um, with the starlight on it. Uh, you two that are flying in on a dragonfly at very fast speed also happen to notice that this location he's going into is this decrepit-looking, not-quite-ride-ride. Uh, I will say you also potentially notice these people. Um, possibly not as much Daylin, since you're the one backseat driving, but Caster, as you're trying to maneuver, uh, you might clock them more. I know Stassi definitely does. She's like, but that's kind of weird. I don't, I don't know who those people are. They don't... They don't work here. They don't even go here. <laughs> Who do you know here? Um, how would you all... I guess at this point, um, just for keeping things clean, everyone can roll me initiative really fast. Um, just so we can kind of figure out the best order. 10. Uh, 22. 19 plus 3. Uh... Eight. Yeah, right now I roll well. <laughs> now you roll well. Um, 22 and 8. Mm. Okay. Um. 
has a bonus of not that. Uh, what is your? I assume it's really high. What was your dex bonus, Thwomp? Uh, my dex is only as uh, a plus three, but I also have a hair trigger uh, feat for being a Haragon where I can add my proficiency bonus to my initiative rolls, so that would be actually be an 11. Okay, perfect. So, um... <clears throat> 11. I always forget that one. That's such a good, like, thing that comes with Haragon. Um... So, yes, you all um, are approaching. Uh, Caster, what do you do as you guys are approaching it? Uh, um, first things first, um, I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself just to be super safe. Because, okay. A, we're on this scary, dangerous dragonfly, and I didn't just thought oh, of, no. like, oh, if we crash, this might be a problem. No, um, not at all. Uh, so I'm going to take my action and cast Mage Armor. So that's an additional three. Um, and then I just kind of want to get a better lay of the land, I guess. So I know kind of more of what we're getting into. Okay. Can I do just like a insight, perception, some kind of thing? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess, are you are you looking more at the physical way that everything appears? Or do you want to, for lack of better like phrasing vibe check everything i want to vibe check for sure that's insight yeah Ooh. this is not a high dc yeah this is a 17 oh uh-huh uh the vibes are off something's real weird something sketchy uh you could almost assume uh based off of a couple of the things that you have caught on to as you are uh fast approaching um, that perhaps the uh, starlight orb and the starlight cloak uh, and the weird clockwork toy creatures of the clockwork hag that is your patron might be related. Okay, uh, so so something's up and you are pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. This is Scabitha's doing. Yes. You you okay. are you were like 99.9% .9 sure this is Scabitha. <laughs> like and her her group. All right. Uh, I turn back to uh, to Dalen and I go, this is definitely some escapist bullshit. Let's just go in and see what's up. Uh, Dalen, uh, Dale, you said that Scabitha was your uh, paladin patron, too? <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh, Sounds right. De definitely her her shenanigans, but um, that's actually going to be Thwomp's turn if that's your... If that's your quote unquote. Yeah, I think that's I think that's all I got. Womp, that is your move. Womp is gonna run up to this uh to this Does he perceive the same thing or is he still just curious? Uh you may also roll me uh insight if you would like. Uh if you are also doing a vibe check. Um or you yeah. can do a perception if you'd like to try to see anything else. I'll do insight. Uh is that at disadvantage? Okay. Uh, 13. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't quite get that that much. Um, you do pretty much figure out it's weird. 
Uh, you don't necessarily know that much about Scabatha, so you don't put those pieces together, that it's definitely something related to what's going on with the other randos you met up with earlier. Um, but you do know that something weird is happening, and you might be interested in whatever is about to go down. Some weird stuff's been happening at the fair all day. Um, I'm gonna... Um, and I, and I'm like right there with them, right? Like right up with that group or are they still ahead of me? Okay. Um, um and for the other two on the dragonfly, since you still have the dragonfly, I'm going to post in the discord really quick, the giant dragonfly stats. So you have them just in case you need them. Great. I feel like that might be relevant. Possibly. Possibly. They've gone into this thing, or they're they're about to go into this uh, this attraction. They're inside the attraction. You you were pretty much like following them inside. Like they've already made it inside, but you're like right at that entrance. Um, he's gonna pull out his quarterstaff and uh, and walk in. Okay, sounds good. Um, are you? Are you actively, like, doing anything for the moment or just following them? I'm just, I'm going to, if I can hold my action, if I get attacked, I will, you know, sort of attack back at that point. But um, <laughs> I'm not actively, because he doesn't know if what he's yeah. following, he's just being cautious and walking in. No, I just wanted to know if you were going in, like, guns ablazing, like, I'm ready to fight some, some people, I don't weird or if you were playing it safe um my own knowledge uh sure and then that is going to be dalen your turn oh it's your All backseat right. driving yeah so just so i understand we are some ways behind uh uh our bunny friend who has just entered the carnival ride from hell uh <laughs> following what we can assume to be Scabatha's bullshit. <laughs> so, I guess... Going chaos, yes, they are how, chaos. Yeah, what, uh, what distance am I working with here? How far behind him are we? Uh, were you going your normal movement, or were you still pursuing um, at a dash? I mean, we're on back of a dragonfly. Yeah, you're on the back of the dragonfly, but just since he was, like, moving, like, faster for as far as, like, actual distance. Um, I guess probably within the 20 to 40 foot range behind him. Not that far. Okay. Okay. So. Let me tell you what. Evens, it's within 30 feet. Odds, it's outside of 30 feet. Outside of 30 feet. All right. Sorry, uh, so I'm going to cast Bless on Dalen, and Caster, and Stassi. Okay. Since Thwomp is just outside of my 30-foot Bless range. And I'm going to wait to see what happens as we get closer. Would you like to ready an action of any kind, um, or just wait? Well, Bless was my action. Oh, yeah. 
Um, okay, sounds good. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the crew of creepy masked Abathas chaos uh, is continuing into this, as you said, carnival ride from hell, um, and basically like. It's not quite a ritual, because they're not really doing ritual things, but there's some, like I said, the vibes are off, they're doing some creepy stuff, uh, there's some chanting, uh, it's unclear if the chanting is related to any kind of spell, um, but they are holding a different orb, at least the one that has the starlight, um, is, and, uh, sort of, like, echoing in a very, like, mean way. Um, any of you, and I think it might be all of you that speak Sylvan, uh, are able to catch them saying, like, <laughs> that was, like, the best prank I think that Scabatha has done all year. This is so funny. Just, like, watch them walking around, and it's just, like, the festival hasn't been this fun for us in forever. I mean, everyone's just having almost the best worst day, and... I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything better to do for a trick. This is so much fun. And they're just, like, back and forth off of each other, just enjoying the misery that people have been going through, pretty much, at the carnival. Uh, like, Schrodenfroder, sort of, like, reveling in everyone else's awfulness. Um, they, uh... As far as in action so far, have just pretty much been chatting. They're just being kind of catty right now. But they are not, they, I don't think they've no, they haven't noticed that you all are following in behind them yet. Cool. Unfortunately, they are not very observant. <laughs> hmm. Um, and then that point i think uh you all have arrived in and swamp you also speak sylvan yes so you caught that okay um so knowing that this could be the people that sowed the chaos and uh and actually uh upset my mermaid friend now I'm going to step into into sort of their their midst and say, uh, sometimes playing pranks like that can hurt somebody's feelings in such a way. I don't approve of you hurting my my mermaid friend's feelings. I mean, it's just in good fun. Uh, if they can't if they can't get with it, then it's their fault. Hey, um, hey. At that point, he he says, "But you also uh, upset my compatriots for the nights. Uh, they they lost something too. So you're just sowing havoc all over. That shouldn't happen." But havoc is the best kind of fun. That's all we're about. I mean, sewing um, is part of my name. The one that has the starlight cloak says that has the pig mask. Hmm. Um, feeling something's about to go down, he's going to take a, a, his hip flask and take a big, long sip and put it back into his, 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 uh, his help. And he's like, well, I, I can't let that go on anymore. And he starts swaying a little bit. 
what are you going to do about it? You don't seem real. Oh, I can tell you, I, I'm, I'm much more real than you think. And um, he steps a little bit forward more. Okay. Um, and almost swaying, he's going he's gonna to take a swipe at the person in the cloak with his quarterstaff. Yeah, the one that's in the starlight cloak. Yeah. Uh, and if it hits, I'd like to try to do stunning strike. Sure. You know what your it is? I'll tell you if that's. Uh, it's a ten. Okay. Is everything in the front for some reason? That does not hit. Okay. Uh, he's going to make another attempt at the quarterstaff. Okay. That one's going to be a 24, and he's going to stunning strike that. Uh, definitely hits. And then he needs to make a con saving throw of DC 14. No, on a nat one, I don't think that there's any way they can do that. <laughs> All right, so he's going to take... Uh, five, eight points of damage, and then he's stunned until the end of my next turn. So that everybody who's going after him would have advantage on him. Okay. Um... Stunned is different from paralyzed or the same? It's the same, I think. He's like, he can't move and he can't make any actions. Okay. So your stunning strike hits and it seems like for all purposes it should be successful. But this weird creature with its like like clockwork like movements and sounds sort of like just tilts its head at you and you're like, that's not normal for what should just have happened. <laughs> Um, as, unfortunately, they are immune to paralysis. Oh, man. Um, did they take any damage? Uh, they took eight damage. Eight bludgeoning damage. Okay. And is that your turn? Oh, wait, wait. So stunned, stunned creature is incapacitated. Can't move and speak and can speak only falteringly. The creature automatically fails a strength and dexterity saving throws and attack rolls against the creature have advantage. And then, okay, so they are different? Still the same? Yeah, paralyzed is slightly different. Any attack rolls um, that hit are auto crits on paralyzed. Okay, perfect. Never mind then. You're stunned. And they automatically fail strength and dex saves. I don't remember if that was disadvantaged on stunned or not. They automatically fail. Okay. So yeah, they're they very similar. There's just a very minute difference between the two. Okay, never mind. Then they're stunned. Um, but they Ooh. still took eight damage on the first one. Uh, and then once they were stunned, what were you going to do instead? We'll retcon that a little bit. Oh, um, that would be the end of it, but I would move away from uh, them at that point and 
get ready for some fight. Okay. Um, there were two others with them uh, in the group. Um, so I think uh, as they, uh, you just hit their friend, they would probably try to take the opportunity against you as you move away. That is still what you want to do. Uh, can I use, actually, I can use my lucky footwork, which is, I, as a bonus action, oh, it's, it's a rabbit hop. As a bonus action, I can um, jump 15 feet without provoking opportunity attacks. Perfect. Okay. Uh, then you do that. And then um, after that happens, then uh, I believe that will be Caster's turn. Sweet. Uh, so we pull up and um, jump off the dragonfly, or at least Caster does. Um, and I say, all right, Scabatha, um, it's been really funny. It's time to knock it off, though. <laughs> This one's on, on on the tier list of pranks you've pulled. Uh, this one ranks pretty C tier, I'd say, honestly. <laughs> um. Well, the one that is currently operating directly under Scabatha is stunned. So one of the other two minions that is like with her just kind of like turns to you, and they're just like, "You must not have been with Scabatha for too long, because anything that causes chaos is the best kind of fun." This is all about her deal. Well, uh, normally I'd agree. Uh, chaos is cool, but not it at the expense of other people. Pretty rude, honestly. And I'm gonna use a spell. What spell am I gonna use? Let's find out. Uh... Controversial pick. I'm gonna go with Eldritch Blast on one of the little minions. <laughs> what a surprise! <laughs> hey, uh, fifteen to hit. Um. Okay. So, uh, there are two of them. Are you using both of your blasts on the same one, or are you focusing it on the both of them? Oh, I have two beams. That's right. We're level five. Uh, I'll just kind of split them off at between the two of them. Um. So one of them looks like it's uh. Got like this like sword at its side and sort of like this like long spiky hair and uh is a little bit more nimble than the one that you just did the regular eldritch blast like the eldritch blast at um that has like some more of like the clockworky looking stuff to it um like they both have like weird little like twisty things at their neck but one mm. of them's a little faster that one actually has attacks rolled against disadvantage so for one of those okay. beams roll it again do i have to roll these two beams like separately like separately to begin yeah, with because i only rolled one yeah, they are, they are separate attacks, but just for that okay. one in particular. So the other one, hitting. I'll do with disadvantage. Yes. That uh, one. Oh. So uh, I I hit with one. Uh, what was the hit, or what was your roll on the first one? Uh, fifteen. Uh, yep, that hits. All right. Uh, D ten oh, plus four. D10, I think. Ten damage. Nice. Uh, and I go, you almost ruined a marriage. Not cool. Um, you, well, it's been fun to just kind of get lost in the carnival today. Don't want that to be a continuing thing. Um, yeah. 
let's uh let's knock this off, eh, Scabatha? <laughs> Other people's misery just sows so much happiness for us. And honestly, if it's true love, then they would have gotten over it. They did. Yeah. Well there you go. Thankfully. Um I have to use an action to use this. Okay. Uh I don't think I have any big bonus actions that I want to do right now. Yeah, I think I'm good on my turn right now. I'll just... Um, and then I realize we went slightly out of order with Thwomp versus Dalen, but Dalen, I guess that'll be your turn now. Okay. So, as the dragonfly has landed, I am hopping off and running in right behind my good buddy Caster. And, uh... I like to imagine that we're running in right as they said something along the lines of I don't even know if you exist to thwomp. To which <laughs> Dalen can scream, reality is subjective! <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I am going to use that as my battle cry to use my channel divinity for okay. uh, basically any fey or fiend within 30 feet uh, must make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or be frightened of me. Ooh. For, for one minute or until it takes damage. Said wisdom? Yes. Uh, yeah, so the one that was the slightly faster one is definitely upset by that uh, <laughs> realization. And they are frightened. Cool. And then for my bonus action, I'm going to use my uh, shifting, because I am a shifter. I'm going to shift. Oh. So I have the wild hunt. Uh, which makes it so that uh, creatures within 30 feet cannot have advantage against me. And I have advantage on wisdom checks. And I have that up as well. And I'm here. Amazing. Cool. Uh, is that your turn? Yes, that's it for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, so one of them is stunned. Um, does she make that save at the start of her turn, or is she just stunned? No, it's, it's until the end of my next turn. Okie dokie. Uh, so she can't do anything. Um, the other one that is frightened um, will make attacks against everyone or attacks against you at disadvantage? Uh, as long as they can see me, attacks at disadvantage for everybody. Uh, yeah, I mean, they still don't like that Like this is happening, so um, I, think, I think honestly for this particular one, they are just like, you know, you're just, like, not getting it. Are you sure that you are, like, Scabatha people? Like, this doesn't seem, like, normal at all. And they're just kind of backing up and using their movement to, um, you know, disengage at this point. And they are fast, and they are, like, deep within the decrepit uh, uh, carnival ride. So they, uh, walked it inside. About 140 feet. Um... So that's that's what they do. Um, this other clockwork creature is like, what? I'll talk to you later. This isn't you're not doing the game right. <laughs> and um, they are going to. Who do they hit? Try to hit. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. 
Daylin, you went and attacked one of them, right? Yeah. Are you, how far were you with the Eldritch Blast? Like, how far away from them were you? I mean, caster. A caster, yeah. Oh, um, my Eldritch Blast is a range of 120 feet. So I would say I was probably about... Well, we were probably in closer proximity. I would say maybe 45, 50 feet-ish. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think this one doll that was, like, engaged with some of this is just kind of, like, positioning themselves so they get a little bit closer to all of you. And they just, like, let out this, like, ridiculous, like, uh, cackle. And I will say that this is the case for Caster and uh, Thwomp, if you were also, like, within about 30 feet of it, that you were affected by this as well. Um, and it's just like, <laughs> uh, as it does, like, this, like, tackle attack, um, you have to make a DC 11 wisdom saving throw. 11, okay. This is not very high. <laughs> uh, yeah, 23. 15. Perfect. Um, you are... All good then, as it's just like cackling maniacally to itself about um, how awful things are for everyone else, and that misery says company. So um, it's, it's just laughing to itself right now, and it's kind of put off by the fact that neither of you seem affected by this. But gonna do. And then uh, it also uh, it's gotten close enough, I think, to probably thwomp. That it will also like try to actually just grab you, getting upset uh, at the fact that like you're not reacting to it, um, and it will roll a fifteen to hit. That misses sixteen. Uh, so clockwork guard movement, you're swaying. Uh, it does not grab you, but it tries to. And then we are back to the top of the order, uh, and I think top of the order is actually Caster. Yes, I'm going to... Do, do, do. Hmm. I'm going to bonus action phase step and teleport 30 feet closer to the kind of the mix of the action, and in doing so, um, I'm going to use my autumn face step immediately after using face step up to two creatures you can see within 10 feet must succeed on a wisdom saving throw DC 15 or be charmed by you for one minute or until you or your companions deal damage to the creatures uh, one that is stunned probably does that at disadvantage anyway right uh, just strength and dexterity sh uh, saves all right, so, I mean, the one that's stunned doesn't seem necessarily affected by this, but the one that is not stunned that you were attacking to begin with is absolutely affected by this. I go, hey, 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 let's, let's take it easy, right? We're on the same side here, in a way, right? I mean, sure, we, we both work under Scatha. So let's just uh, let's just calm it down. We can we can we can chill, right? Get the vibes back on track. Uh, I, I hold chaos? my hand out for like a like a handshake or whatever. 
I mean, I guess that depends. Like, what what do you mean by getting the vibe back on track? Do you mean like more chaos and doing more of the things that we were doing? Because that's that seems more like the fun that we were having. Hmm. But, sure. I mean, like, if you have a good alternative, like, we're down to listen. Um. Maybe chaos, but less misery. Right? We can have we can have a little fun with it. We don't have to be mean spirited about it, right? Mm. I mean, maybe. I we've never really tried. I don't know. We could try. Friend's kind of like not allowed to do anything right now. She seems kind of stuck, but um we can we can unstuck her and maybe maybe maybe. And I go friends and I hold out my hand. So uh she she puts her little like jointed little doll hand in your hand. And I go Psych Chaos Crew and I use <laughs> um uh I'll use Mind Sliver as a cantrip. Ooh. Intelligence save DC fifteen. Okay. Nope. All right, you're going to take 2d6 psychic damage, and then the next time you have to make a saving throw, you uh, basically have Bane on that. Nice, that's cool. One. Um, so that's nine damage. Okay. And that's my whole turn, because it's my action and my bonus action. Uh, Thwomp, that is your turn. Get pranked, kind of. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she, she actually laughs appreciatively at that, though. Like, <laughs> you did cause damage, but she's like, ha, that was cool. See, that's what we're talking about. Um, since we're trying to, uh, I, I don't know uh, how we're sort of trying to do this, so that I'm going to go ahead and attack the, uh, jump back and attack the, uh, the cloaked one again with my quarter staff. Which is a nine that doesn't work, but then he's going to go ahead and do an unarmed strike. Oh, wait, I forgot to do the advantage on the quarter staff. Oh, yeah, because uh, they're stunned. Yeah, at least at the end of the roll. Uh, 13 hit? Yes, it does. Okay, so the, the quarter staff did hit. Four, seven. And then the unarmed strike is going to be a 22 Hit, yeah. for, another, for another 8. So 15 total damage. On, it's all on the same person, right? Yep. I mean, they didn't like it, but they're still standing. And he would no longer be stunned since it's the end of my... Uh, yep. Then, if that is your turn, then that is Dalen's turn. Okay, so, one of them is just coming out of a stun, correct? Correct. Yeah. And then the other two are, I guess, over by Caster, just doing their own thing? Uh, well, one of the two ran, uh, because sure. it was scared. It was frightened of you. Uh, it was not down for the vibes and decided uh, self-preservation. And so they left about um, 
from 20 feet ago. And then uh, the other one is currently dealing with uh, Caster, yes. Okay, cool. So, Thwomp's on one, Caster's on one. The other one is running away very, very fast, yes? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, well... I'm going to point at the one that Thwomp is dealing with that is now no longer stunned. I'm going to say, dance! I'm going to cast command. DC 15 wisdom save. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Dice are telling a story and it starts dancing. It, uh, break dancing, clockwork dancing, um, toy dancing. Does the I, robot? I go, yeah, I go yeah, directly next robot. to it and I do the robot as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me roll performance just to see how I do. Uh, terrible. It is just uh, atrocious. But yeah. It's right there with you. It's not good at it either. Believe it or not, dolls are not meant to do the robot. Yeah, that's my turn. Uh, so one of these is dancing and can't do anything. The other one, um, is still fighting, and so it will try to, uh, grab you back, uh, Caster, the one that you tried to grab, um, and it is a... probably not gonna hit, because it's an eight. Yeah, no. Cool. Then, uh, it tries to grab you, it cannot, and that's it. Uh, back up to the top, and Caster, it's you. Uh, okay. I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna... Say, alright, um... Diplomacy's out, I guess, at this point, because I've ruined that for myself. Um, I'm gonna get out my dagger, and I'm gonna swipe at her. Okay. And I'm gonna... Throw uh, the... blessed... I'm blessed. I forgot I'm blessed. Thank you for reminding me. Um, also, uh, really quick, four. just like roll me, roll me a fast history check to see what you remember about Scabatha's uh, minions that she likes to use. Seventeen. Yeah, uh, you know that these are like basically like large like versions of living dolls, um, and so she's enchanted them so that unless you down them, they don't die. <laughs> like you got to just down them. Okay. Um, then I will stab and be using green flame blade with that. I think I can do that, right? It's an action. Okay. Yes. Rolling an attack. 13 plus yep. 6, 19. Yep. Okay, so that's have high AC. d4 and a d8. Plus, I can't add blast to damage rolls, can I? That's not a thing. Ah. Uh, Attack I rolls mean, and saving throws. Okay. Yeah. All right, five and three, eight plus three, eleven. Damage. Eleven damage. Um, uh, which one is that on? The one that you were you were fighting with before, or the one that yes, was the one I was now dancing. The one I was fighting with before. Okay. Sure. And that's your turn? Yep. Uh... We're going back at um, my buddy dancing. 
and we're going to quarter staff and on arm strike again. Uh, 18 hit. Yes. Their, their uh, AC is 11. Okay. So the first one is eight. And the second one is seven, another 15 points of bludgeoning. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So you, you get this one like right in like the doll joints and it just like stops. It just like, as the robot slows, airs, the little thing stops ticking in its back and it's just kind of standing there, but it stopped moving. As a reaction, I'd like to also do the shutdown robot thing at the same time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, successfully uh, decommissioned one of the, the dolls. Main doll, actually. Um, and because when it was dancing, it was also holding this other orb that had like this like magical energy glowing in it. Um, it not fall, but it is in her hands. if you uh do anything with that information um but uh do you do anything else or is that your turn uh i'm gonna grab that that orb and then back away sure. uh and then Elin, that's cool uh all right so one doll is down um one doll is running away, which mm -hmm. just leaves the doll that Caster is dealing with. Uh, they don't look super great. Okay. So... What's the most mischievous thing I can do? Uh, I'm gonna walk over to uh, Thwomp and try to get a look at what he's holding. It is an orb with, uh, it, it just at base is magical energy. You can just intelligence, I think. Straight intelligence? Arcana? Yeah. I mean, it's the yeah. same. So, uh, that is a 15. Sure. Uh, something about it gives you the idea that this might be your lost attention. Cool. Uh, hey, Thwomp, can I have that? Uh, yeah. And he hands it over. Cool. Uh, I take it from him, and as I take it from him, I use five lay on hand points to cure his alcoholism. He is sober. <laughs> and I proceed to run away. <laughs> some chaos <laughs> see that's how you do it just total total class shift i guess in that case <laughs> total subclass shift um <laughs> yeah uh do you just run away with the orb yeah i'm booking it I'd say i probably have i don't know 20 feet left that i can go because uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think this last doll that, um, is currently engaged with, uh, Caster is just like, hey, don't take that, that's ours! <laughs> it's ours it's... now, we, we found it first, you gave it to us! Hmm, well... Um, 
And they're gonna try. They're gonna try to attack Caster so they can get past you. Uh, but I'd rather they didn't. They don't because they don't hit, and so that's Caster. Your turn again. Um, they look slightly. They look slightly better. This as they start like, and they get mad, like empowered with madness. But is, um, is Dalen like making off with my attention as well? I think it's everyone's attention. Yeah. Okay. Every, just, everyone's the attention is of in... the group is in this ball. Okay. Mm. Well, I don't want to lose him, so I I use <laughs> face step to teleport near him, and I. Uh, just keep pace. I try to keep pace with him, with my uh, with my thirty feet of movement, and I go, "Hey, hey, hey, we're, let's uh, let's not get too hasty." Uh, so you're essentially just like leaving the doll, like just leaving this, yeah, this just combat like, situation for. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, in that case, it is Dalen. Uh, nope, nope, I was wrong. Nope, because that was Caster. Thwomp. Um, that other one's not looking too hot. No, that's super great. Okay, he's gonna run over and just—he's gonna like sigh, like as Dalen runs away. He's like, and then he's gonna take another nip of whiskey to to power up again, and um, <laughs> and then he's gonna run over to this one that's not looking hot and make two attacks on it. Uh. Okay, that one hits, and then the unarmed strike is uh, 12. So, yeah, they both hit. So, we got 9 plus 4. That's 13 points of more bludgeoning damage. You keep getting it right on where it needs to be. Yep, same thing with this one. You just get it right in the right spots. It's, it's out of commission. It just stops moving. And then I'm going to actually use a... Key point to da uh, use Step of the Wind to see if I can catch up with Dallin and my attention. I don't think they've gotten too far because I think it's just regular movement, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not moving fast at all. I am a paladin. <laughs> right. You're wet. You're wearing. That's right. I'm still soaking wet. I totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> no, I'm having a great time. Yeah, you can catch up. Uh, I think that just awesome. kind of leaves us out of combat. You guys are left with this orb of, like, magical arcana, like, energy of, like, your attention. Um, you're free to try and figure out how to do with that as you will. Cool. Well, uh, now since what? Since we're not on initiative, <laughs> I'm just leaving that up to you guys for however hey guys. the interaction goes. <laughs> How's it going? Uh... All that just popped into my head right now was um, John Carlo Esposito going, "You have something I want." <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey guys! Like, what's up? I got some oh, more hey, coffee. Stassi, Do you want any? <laughs> oh boy! Um, you guys well, found, we got the... you guys found an orb. Like, what's that? We got the we got the thing. I think. Yeah, oh. I believe that's our attention. And he's like sort of swaying and looking directly at the orb, just sort of like once again swaying and looking at the orb like I need to have that <laughs> or I need what's in there. Uh yeah, if you so, have it here for a second, I can help if you want. You know, the last time someone asked us for this, <laughs> it went poorly. I would like to roll an insight check on Stasi. 
<laughs> sure. That is a nat 20. <laughs> For a 25. <laughs> genuine. She's, she's being genuine. She wants to help you. Although the thought did also cross her mind that that's pretty funny. And she was going to try to like do something. Like she's kind of giggling. Like she was going to like mess with you. But she is being genuine. Perfect. Sure, okay. I, I give her the, the attention ball. Do you just pass it to her or do you like toss it? I'll put it in her coffee. Oh, <laughs> uh, sure. So you put it in her coffee. She's like, I don't think attention tastes good in coffee, although coffee does help attention. Uh, in my case, at least, that's what I think. Without coffee, I'm like totally distracted. Anyway, uh, and she like pulls it out and she like kind of throws it in the air and she does an Eldritch Blast at it uh, and it shatters and like the magical energy kind of like goes down and like it sort of looks like um, those like wind up uh, bird toys. Um, I don't know if they make sense, like, the little bird toys and the fairy toys that, like, flutter. Um, and so it just kind of, like, lands in, like, your guys' hands if you're holding them or on your head or wherever. And, like, you kind of feel a missing thing. You didn't quite know what it was that was gone, but it turned to you. Uh, and you're left with these little trinkets, these little toys, however they look for you, whether it's, like, a bird or a fairy or whatever. Uh, and you can kind of faintly hear on the wind the cackling of Scabatha's uh, chaos as your attention is that was borrowed is returned. Scabatha, you crazy witch, you've done it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's the adventure. Thanks for playing, you guys, and thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, as we've said at the start of the stream, we are supporting uh, Chad and doing a charity stream today for um, them and raising money uh, to support people that have ADHD and families of people with ADHD and ADD. Uh, they are a great resource group and offer a lot. You can follow the link that Nightbot just shared um, in order to help uh, donate there. Uh, I'll let everyone go ahead and close everything out. Uh, if you'd like to share, again, who you are, who you're playing, where you're from, and where people can find you. Yeah, I'm Kenny. I'm the DM for Bard Rock Cafe. I am not normally this chaotic, but I figured, you know, if ever there was a time. Uh, yeah, you can find me at, at Kenny underscore rules on Twitter. Uh, please give the podcast a listen. Uh, we do have wild magic, so it is a little chaotic. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for being here. Uh, I'm Marty. I'm Ball Martian on Twitter. I'm a member of the Wayfaring Strangers podcast that you can find on Twitter at Wayfarer D&D Pod. Uh, new content for that coming soon, hopefully by Halloween time. Um, production's been getting pushed back again and again, but hopefully by the end of this month we'll have a, a one-shot out. Um, I'm a frequent guest on Bard Rock Cafe. Uh, I'm currently guesting on the currently airing arc of their show right now, which is a wrestling tournament. It's been really fun to record. Um, so I hope you'll check that out. Um, you can also find my music. Uh, my band is Winter Wayfarer. Uh, wherever you do your social media, wherever you stream your music, um, we just released a new single back in July and have plans to put out an album early next year. So be on the lookout. Cool. Uh, Bob McDonald, best Bob McDonald, uh, at Stage Outlaw on Twitter and Instagram. I do a lot of work with Crossroad Games. I was in their Deadlines campaign, which features Exit on Death. Um, 
I'm also in The Glass Chronicles there, as well as uh, Outbreak Undead, which j has just started. That's another Exit on Death uh, actual play as well. Um, uh, I like playing games, so if you want me to uh, play like this, or uh, I had a blast playing with you guys, thank you. Um, and if you want me to join your game or join a game for a guest spot or something like that, you can hit me on Twitter, and uh, we'll see if we can work it out. Thank you. Amazing. And hey, everyone, I'm Christina, or Xtina. I was your GM today. Uh, you can find me at Greekachu pretty much everywhere. And when I'm not DMing, uh, which I will actually be starting to do a Spelljammer stream with Bardrock on their channel, we're doing our kickoff, like, session uh, 0.5, basically, next Saturday. Um, and then uh, starting in November, late November, we're doing every other Saturday going forward. Um, but that's going to be fun, and I'll be GMing that as well. But when I'm not GMing, you can find me playing Winterra Dark Knight over on the Agents of Damned podcast, uh, at Agents of Damned on Twitter. Uh, the Department of Adventure is maintaining normality and eradicating debacles, and trust me, I'm always this chaotic, whether I'm DMing or playing. Gotta <laughs> love some Feywild shenanigans. Uh, but it's been great getting to listen. You guys should go ahead, um, tune in in about, I believe, an hour for the next stream that's kicking off. Um, I'm a little bit of a fast talker, so we wrapped up a little early, but uh, I believe that Marty's on the next stream as well, so it'll be a great chance to grab some... Grab some lunch, package. let's go. <laughs> grab Thank some you. lunch. Uh, <laughs> tune in for some chill, chill jams in the meantime, and still check out the Chad uh, charity, and thanks for tuning in. Thanks, y'all. Bye. See you in an hour. <laughs>